Hello, listener. It has been quite a while, but I'm thrilled to welcome you back to Serendipity City. This bonus content is the Fiasco one-shot that we played with the Serendipity City playset that I created. If you haven't heard of Fiasco before, it's an improv-heavy role-playing game designed to create dark comedy similar to the likes of the Coen brothers. The first hour and change of this episode is setting up our characters and connections, which is pretty important to the story. But if you want to be a rebel and skip straight to the story, that starts at approximately an hour and 18 minutes in. Without further ado, let's get into it. Okay, so we've got, we each of us have, we're playing Fiasco today. Hello. Um, with the Serendipity City playset. Yes, actually, we should probably do oh. names. Hello. <laughs> Where am I? Where have we been? <laughs> I've been locked in a room for years. For like, since October. Well, yeah, now you're basically. locked in another room. Michelle no only lets me out when it's time to play Serendipity <laughs> City. <laughs> Please, God. So that's Somebody. Brendan. Hi, Help. it's me, Brendan. Uh, you can find me at underscore Slicata on Twitter. Oh, hello, hello. I'm Elora Kareem. You can find me at Instagram, I guess, with the handle Coconut Light. Uh, the person between uh, Elora <laughs> and Jennifer is Rain. She's a dog. Be quiet. The yeah, best Rain's doggo dog. in the world. Yes, I agree. Hi, I'm Jennifer. Um, you can find me all over the internet. Hi. Just, just look. Just look under. Just, just look for Jennifer. Just under look, every rock. Just, inside every small child song. If you look song, at the code of every Jennifer. single web page, suddenly she's just there. <laughs> I, Again, you said inside every small child. And I was like, where is this? It's I, I, I do not go into small children. That is uh, <laughs> wrong. Not advisable. Yes. That's please don't do that. <laughs> We're playing Fiasco with the Serendipity City playset that I wrote, which will be available for download at some point um so what we're going to do first is yes roll the four dice that are in front of us we have two big dice and two small dice really quick fiasco is like a improv game about like bad situations and I mean, maybe you're gonna do an intro for this um uh, probably but like yeah no that's also good um we're, we're gonna get into like a weird like coen brothers style um, dangerous situation. Is this a good time to mention I've never seen a Coen Brothers movie? Yeah, that's you know, fine. No, I think I've only <laughs> seen one. I was getting ready to say it's funny because I love the way Fiasco is set up to like create like weird dark comedy situations, but I think I've only seen, I saw Burn After Reading and I was like, I don't, I don't feel like I understand this. And I think that's the well, only thing I that the like, manual references that I've ever seen. I feel like I've seen a lot of weird dark comedies that are written by like white men and then I'm like not interested. So... That's really what it goes goes down to. <laughs> That's, true. That's fair. That's fair. Mm. Okay. I really like the Coen Brothers, but I only really like half of their movies. But I thought you were going to say really half like. the brothers. <laughs> yeah, the top half. The top <laughs> half of the Coen Brothers is just spectacular. The bottom half, uh, I can Not do without. So much. Yeah, okay. their knees could use some work. <laughs> I thought you were see their feet. I've rolled my dice. Okay. No, they're fantastic. Also, so we need to um, keep them setting up, and then what we are going to do is. Uh, you're going to sort of spin the dice. Um, so for example, I have like a five, I have two fives and two twos. Um, so I could spend um, one of the twos to choose like friendly relationship. And that's defining the relationship between me and one person on either side. Um, Which also, in your case is Jennifer um, and Jennifer Brendan. Jennifer and Brendan, yes. yes. So uh, I'm like rereading the manual right now to make sure that I'm not completely fucking this up. No, you, you've got it. Okay. And then we will also pick a detail, which is also for that 
relationship, right? Well, wait, yes. We'll pick a detail for yeah. that relationship. Yes, and then there's um, at least one need location and one object. Uh, yeah, basically we're putting together the building blocks of a complicated relationships um, and circumstances that lead to shenanigans. Yay, shenanigans. I do like a good shenanigan. What's your favorite shenanigan? My favorite shenanigan, meaning that I've ever partaken in or that I have seen shenanigans. That was a trick. I'm a cop. You're under arrest. Oh, fuck. Bye, guys. <laughs> That's why I've been keeping him in a cage. <laughs> <laughs> Where uh, are you hiding? When you like to know. <laughs> We've got, so we have... Yeah, so we can you can start looking at the stuff that's there, um, and you want to you're going to have like you have two pieces of index cards, two pieces of index cards, two index cards that I just handed out. Um, the index card will be defining the relationship um, with like the people on either side of you. Who's gonna go first? Oh, actually, the person who is from the smallest town, which I'm pretty sure is between. I guess I don't know about you. So Key West had a Key West does not count. I already know what the city is. So <laughs> yeah, that's fair. So, but it had uh, twelve thousand people. Okay. Yeah. Jennifer, what's your? Um, I have no idea the parameters of the small town I'm from, except that I graduated with less than fifty people. If that helps. Okay. Yes, I. That's a marker. That's a marker right sure. there. Yeah, say, I'm pretty sure it'll be down between me and Jennifer. And my graduating class was 65. So you get to go first. Right. Um, and then we move, I think, just like clockwise around the table is fine. Sounds good to um, me. So you will take. Yes. And you can look at those. Um, okay. So my two big dice or four the, the, and two. Yes. It, it, yeah. And right now the size of the dice doesn't matter. Um, okay, so like two fours, and that means I can pick something, right? Yeah, so you can pick any you can pick anything that has a four on it. So you could pick um, like to start defining the relationship between you and Alora. You could pick unsavory as a category if Alora was into that. Yeah, um, um, I am the sweetest person on earth. Yes, no one would ever choose unsavory for me or a character I play. I, I believe you one hundred percent. So I pick from the fourth category and then one through six, so you're like only one of those. Either pick. I'm gonna choose friendly and uh friendly, yeah. So once you choose friendly, then is that for me or or you can actually just write down friendly actually um on the index card and we can figure that out later. Okay. So once you choose friendly, then it moves to Alora. So we are getting more detailed as we go around the table. Okay, so that's and was... then spend that die that you used to pick that. So then like I remove yeah. right. So yeah. you can't use that one anymore. Fair enough. I've got two fives, a four, and I believe this is a six. Yes. Yes. Probably. It's yeah, just it's a weird. it's a die with a weird it's a logo. Face it's one on of the, it. Yeah. So I'm just choosing the category. I'm not defining it between the Correct. ones below yet. We're gonna keep going in circles until we flesh this out. Okay, so just... I'm gonna spend my six on um, transportation. I will write that on my index. Is that so? Who's that with? I think we can leave it open right now, because um, we left we left Jennifer's open too. Well, maybe once we once we write down all of the things, it might be easier to then decide who's doing what once we have a fuller picture. Yeah, I was thinking we would start to. I, I was thinking that in addition to defining a detail or choosing a second category, we would start look at to Brendan's out, disapproving like, face. Look at it where the link was at. Okay, if that he's if gonna that's start how you want to play it, sure. He's gonna start crying. <laughs> look at that sad face. Brendan I'm not is hot. a cop. <laughs> I'm not. He's crying. Oh no, it's okay, Brendan. <laughs> um, so I'm going to pick a category, but not the person that it's with. Yes. 
Okay. Um, you can pick it in your head. Well, but someone else might define it. So, mm. like, I don't have to pick things that are for my mm. things. True. Um, right. So she I have whispers to... softly to the mic. <laughs> All right. Who do you want to be friendly with, Jennifer? Um, I'll do Michelle. Okay. Who do you want to share transportation with, Laura? Um, I'll do Brendan. Okay. Hello. <laughs> Nice to meet you. Hello. Um, so I have um, two ones, a three, and a five. An auspicious set of numbers, if ever there were any. Um, and I am going to pick... I'm going to pick a location in common with Michelle. Okay. Uh, and I'm using one of my ones to pick underground slash hidden. So whatever it Ooh, is la that la. Michelle and I have going on, it's somewhere in a out-of-the-way place. A hidden porpoise. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so disappointed in you for that. Like, just the fact. I think the laugh is what made. <laughs> I think we broke Michelle. Okay. Oh, I forgot to take out the area. Aren't you so glad you invited me to this? I need to have somebody to tell horrible jokes with me. Axel like gave a did a really bad pun last night, and then so you mean a really good pun? Yeah, and I was like, I'm finally rubbing off on you. It's happening. You need to hang out with my husband more often. Yeah, I'm sure he would. I'm sure he's. He told the worst joke this morning, which was like a real bad dad joke, and then he had to explain it to our eight year old, and then our eight year old like laughed hysterically after he explained it. How can you tell the difference between a boy ant or a girl ant? Oh, ant. Uh, I don't know. How can you tell the difference? Um, a girl ant will, um, when you put them in water, will sink to the bottom, and the boy ant will be buoyant. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I ruined that joke, but yes. The girl ant will sink, and the boy will be buoyant. I'm, I'm letting it. It's, yeah. You're letting it sink in. It's I'm letting it wash over me. <laughs> there's just there's just a, a that, I mean that joke was just so deep. There's just such a musk of dad in the room now. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh good old dad my, musk. My oh, my God. husband's like the king of dad jokes. Um the dad of dad jokes. The dad of dad jokes. My favorite dad joke though is what do you um call a person who tells dad jokes who isn't a dad? A dad. I don't know what. A faux pas. Oh my god! <laughs> oh boy, that's very good. Is the thing? <laughs> I want to tell everyone that joke now. Do it! Oh, it's good. great. It's it's amazing. It's right. like the uh, best non dad dad joke this, ever. This is now a telethon. We're just gonna non-dad call dad. everyone in our contacts list. <laughs> Michelle, what are you doing over here? I'm trying to figure out if I want to. I'm trying if to figure you out what really to do. Wanna yeah, exactly. Me. Well, not that, actually. If you really want to make me cry. Uh, Next on our telethon. <laughs> having only twos and fives is certainly an interesting challenge. Although I guess the last one is God, wild. How many fives do we have? Because I have two fives. Yeah, I, I have, have five. two fives and two twos. I have no fives. Okay, there. We're at least a little evened out. Yeah. Well, then you can't sit with us, Jennifer. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to sit with you anyway. She's allowed because she brings the best dad <laughs> <Right>. jokes. So. <laughs> Rain looks so I'll concerned. sit with rain. It's okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Okay. Um, probably not. I'm going to do groups. Um, I think that, how do you feel about being in, I guess I have to do you and. Uh, I was talking to your dog. Oh. Exciting. Just kidding. She growled at me. Oh, she was sighing. 
That's not a growl. That's an old lady grumble. <laughs> Jennifer's turn. Yeah, that's it. Just that like, is my turn. All right. Okay. And these index cards are one for each side of us, right? Yes. Okay. I would have this. And then so now I redefine. You can either choose a detail. You can either choose something for you and Alora, or you can choose a detail for friendly for you and me. So you have like what? A a four. I should have printed multiple. I have have two fours and a one. Okay. So under friendly, you can either define our relationship with the one or the four, or you can choose something to define your relationship with um, Elora from a different set using the four or the one. So, like, if I went with family, I could use, like, sibling or twin. Yes, if you were with family. But since you've already defined the relationship between you and me as friendly, it has to be no, if you're No, but going for to, her. Okay, yeah, yeah. So you could But do, you don't have but, a relationship with her defined yet. So you still yeah, have yeah. to. So someone still has to define a category first. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Fair enough. Um. Well, then I will do a friendly um, because I think it's funny. I'm going to make you a bartender, server, or host, and I will be the regular in wherever you work. Oh, that's always so good. I love those relationships. Because I want to see Michelle try to think of drink names because it was always (laughs) funny in Serendipity City trying to watch her make drinks. I only know like three. I <laughs> know. That's why I think it's funny. Oh, I did all of my drinking <laughs> when I was like a very, like, well. You can just make it up is the thing. That's you true. can just invent whatever you want. Just put two words together and you yeah. have a drink. Okay. Oh, this is Blue Pond. <laughs> Everyone know. loves this shit. <laughs> this, this, is stuff, a, this, this is a shady mic. This stuff. Oh, I love a shady mic. <laughs> They're just so refreshing, aren't they? Yeah. Like it's fancy, but it's not too fancy. It's a bit shady to me. Laura. Yes. Your turn. Okay. What do you got going on? I've still got two fives and a four left. Mm-hmm. I'm really trying to decide what to do with these freaking fives. Hmm. Oh. Ooh. Kind of wish I had done left my six so that I could be in a recreational sports team with someone. <laughs> <laughs> There's just nothing like a good recreational magical sports team. Right. I was trying to think of like a more concise way to word that, but I really love the idea of like two people being on like a hobby dodgeball team. <laughs> like, or like what's a, what's a slightly like more obscure. Did they, was like ping cricket? pong big in, in the yeah. 20s? Yeah, like cricket. That's exactly, cricket? yeah. I was like probably not. Bocce, probably, maybe bocce. Bocce ball. Yeah. yeah. I don't even know how you play a bocce ball. Well, I'm going <laughs> to... I'm, I'm gonna, so excited to teach you how to play bocce ball. It's so much... I think you'd really like it. It's fun. Go to yeah, I'm going to choose groups uh, with Jennifer. Okay. With just using my five. Cool. Okay, back to me. I still have a one, a three, and a five. I'm looking through here. I'm going to choose a need because um, I think we need a need for our... Um, high or at least moderately high stakes um, shenanigans. I prefer Um, stories that have no stakes whatsoever. (laughs) Well, um, this is the coffee shop AU of (laughs) fiasco. (laughs) Love everywhere. Um, Okay. I'm going to choose a need between me and Alora and I'm using my three to do that. So we're going to finally do something. We have been meaning to do something. 
for a while. We've been in the transportation business for a, for a minute. <laughs> Got him trying to get those trolleys up all across the city. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> so, Brendan, how do you how do you feel about um, or how do you how do you feel about being either uh, revolutionary comrades or coworkers? <clears throat> Uh, that's a pretty broad spectrum there, <laughs> Michelle Goliathson. I have two and a five. Okay. I suppose I could, if you feel strongly about it, I could, if you want to look at the other group dynamics, um, I could save one for last. No, I mean, wild. Um, I, I think we're, we're starting to see a little bit more of what's what's here. So you're, you're already kind of established as a bartender, right? Yes, I am a bartender. And we're in some kind of hidden underground place, but we still have to define that. So that's yes. interesting. Actually, I should look at... Um, yes, the thing we have in common, yeah. um, it would be either, well, as far as the things on my end, yeah, the lists under, the list under underground hidden is Dwarven Forges, sex, the sex headquarters. I'm sorry, Just um, sex. the yes. sex it headquarters? It doesn't sound great out loud, <laughs> I'm realizing. It doesn't sound great. What kind of world do you live in? That sounds amazing. <laughs> Into was, it, done. We have our setting, we're gone. I was well, trying to I think of like. I want to go to the sex headquarters. <laughs> the sex quarters. The sex quarters. <laughs> I was trying to think of a less judgy word than cult. Because Whoa. cult has like strong negative connotations. Oh, yes, it's like a friendly sex, cult. Sex, it's a friendly sex cult. And oh, see, and I thought you said sex. I was like all for that. Yeah, yeah. So if if I could make a suggestion, one of the things that we haven't seen. Oh, actually, we do have speakeasy. Do you have any threes? Well, see, here's the thing. We've seen a lot of speakeasy stuff in Serendipity City already. We haven't seen a whole lot of dwarf stuff. So if you have some ideas about like. What that looks like. What would a dwarf like. bar look like? That's what I'm wondering. Yeah. Is that yeah. maybe more interesting? Instead of like a barkeeper, it's actually just like ingots of like metal, like bar, like physical actual <laughs> bars that you keep. Uh, in that case, I will. What do you think about spinning? Because we've established that the dwarves live underground mm-hmm. and five under locations is the cave village. So I could spend my five to be the cave village is the location. That we have yeah. Found. Yeah. That'd be okay. good. Cool. I will okay. do that then and All try right. to. So we think whatever your establishment is that you're a bartender at is there in the caves? Yes. Okay. I like that. That's interesting. Which still leaves our group relationship undefined. Sure. Yeah. Um, but it's going to come back to me. Jennifer, what was the thing that you established with me? Sorry, I forgot to write it down. You established that we were in a group. Together. Okay, and that was it. I am cool. looking now um, because I have a four and a one. Mm-hmm. So it, it's either a pack leader or a startup underling. Startup. Upstart. Upstart, sorry. I read backwards. Start, no, startup is very interesting. <laughs> a startup un- underling. I would I don't love know. to imagine. I don't actually want to imagine 1920. We have. <laughs> <laughs> kind of, we've established a shovel share program <laughs> where shovels are left all around or, the caves. Because we are doing something in the dwarves and we haven't seen a lot of the deities or um, like leaders of the dwarves. I have a four, which we could be fellow devotees of a deity, um, a leader, or to like one of the leaders of the underground. I could I, I can be down with that. Yeah, I think I like that too. I'm gonna spend my four to be fellow devotees. But who are we devoted to? The startup. So I think a- <laughs> <laughs> the only god I recognize. <laughs> oh no. That would be very stereotypical. I dwarven. am a Silicon Valley bro. <laughs> hmm. Um 
So the one thing I think we don't really have anything just yet on is an object, yeah. like some sort of a MacGuffin for us to chase. So that might be, I'm not saying anyone in particular has to choose that. Well, now um, that you've said it, I'm going to choose one. Okay. That's exciting. Do you have? Do we have a need on the table yet? I have a need to finally do something. Okay. Um, so actually, if you wanted to, Laura, you mm -hmm. could... Define that need. Define the need. Okay, I'll do that. For whatever it is that we're finally going to do. To finally... Hmm. We're finally going to break into okay. sex headquarters. Four and a five. <laughs> it's just hmm. like offices and cubicles. Like I actually like both of these things. Would you rather fix a past mistake or get out of this damn city? Oh, man. Um, They're both I, pretty good to me. I like get out of the city. So do I. I yeah, like that one. I think that's good. Cool, cool, cool. That yeah. is my five then. Excellent. So, yes. Okay, okay. okay. I hope I did not mix those pages up. I, I mean, y'all do have transportation, so y'all could... Get out of the city. Well, there's there's a lot of different things under transportation. Um, yeah, we still need to. Um, actually, yeah. we we haven't defined that, so maybe I'll do that. Yeah, I need to choose a top level thing for us too, because okay. I think both of my dice have gone to Brendan. So actually, um, how many dice do we have left on the table? I have two. I have um, one. I have, I have two. one. Okay. Um, I think the way we're doing it, and we can like start doing it more at this point. We can start doing it more collaboratively if yeah. we want. Um, I just wish I had thought to like print out. It's just so many sheets of paper um, <laughs> it, at this point. But yes, the last die on the table is wild. Um, but I also don't mind. And if we keep doing it in this round, that will be me. But I don't mind um, doing mm. it like more back and forth so that we can make sure we're creating like a relatively cohesive network. Strong. Yeah. yeah. So one, I was going to say one thing that I've seen other groups do is if something like there's a category sitting around that hasn't been defined, but you still need some stuff that you're more excited about to be closed up, you can, you know kind of horse trade dice that had been previously spent to sort of redefine stuff. Um, I am going to define an object since we still need one of those. One and five, uh, which is magical and information. Um, I am, I'm going to go with magical, I think, because this is still Serendipity City, dang it. Um, and I'm going to define this as something that Michelle and I know about or are somehow involved in. Um, and maybe, maybe that is like the crux of whatever it is that I think that I need in order okay. to get out of this damn city. Now, I'm also now thinking about, so I did uh, listen to 99PI's Red Trolley episode talking about the... Yeah. And now I'm trying to like see if that could be placed here somehow. Yeah, That'd be kind like of hilarious. mass transit as tyranny or yes. something like that. Yes, <laughs> tyrannic mass transit yeah. and then there, somehow you'll use it to... Yes, there is canonically, um, we've established uh, sky gondolas um, as public transit because I like that idea. <laughs> And it's extremely weird to me. Do we work at the Sky Gondola establishment? We could own this. No. Well, well we here's the thing. If I, if I own something as big as that sort of thing. And now you're stuck in it. And that's why you can't just leave it behind. Oh, maybe. Okay. Uh, that's the irony of being stuck in a transportation system that won't <laughs> sure. let you leave. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um. I feel like Brendan and I have. Do we have a? Did you? Did we? So now we, we have, have an, a magical object. We have right. a magical object. So we've got two things, which I think is so. actually more important to define than necessarily like our. Um, what are we, a group is that right? Is there a group or something like that over there? Um, groups. Well, I think we. 
we have a location and we defined yes. that. Yeah. Um Yeah, well and the only group thing though. Um I'm gonna define things with Jennifer a little bit more, and I think I'm trying to decide if we should do a need. I'm also open to input on this because we have like I'm open to input on this because we have um that like we have the relationship of like bartender and regular mm -hmm. and we're friendly. Um so the things that I can choose to help define that are I think that choosing location is kind of redundant um because we already have like the bar in common. Uh, although there is the dead drop location, which could be interesting, but. Well, I was thinking about if you and him are revolutionary comrades, that might be an interesting foil to us being Jennifer and I being, um, devotees, devotees. And if we end up being in a transportation business together somehow. Yeah. Yeah. Like that connection of how, mm, I don't know. Um, what would the, what would you imagine the dead drop thing to look like possibly? Do you have any ideas further on that? I don't really have any ideas for that. And that's like the only one out of the, out of the things that are under work. It's like there's swanky high rise offices, the, the factory floor, the foreman's office, the dead drop location, newspaper offices, and the room where deals are made. So like the six could be interesting, but I don't even know if we have a six on the table at this point. You could also define whatever this magical object is. Yeah. I could define the magical object um, with the only, the two would be a rare hybrid hybrid creature or I could choose, and <laughs> that's not it. <laughs> or I could choose either a weapon between us or Ooh. the need to get. And the things under to get are to get even with the mundane world, to get even with the magical world, to get rich through alchemy, to get the priceless magical artifact, to get one over on blank, and to get rid of the debt you owe. Right. Um, so those are the things that I could use to like... <clears throat> Do are you do any of those needs? Um, the weapons are an untested scepter created by the alchemists, a sawed-off shotgun, a knife which may or may not be cursed, a box of silver bullets, a box with angry spirits inside, and a revolver. Well, if I define the weapon, I have a one left. Okay, so you want to do the untested scepter? Sure. Let's get the alchemists in here too. I, don't, I honestly don't feel super good about that choice. Yeah. I I almost think we should like tighten up on the elements that we have that we're excited about okay rather than necessarily like chucking more stuff into the pot okay well in that case do you want to have a rare hybrid creature as our okay um sure that's because that's all i can spend money on absolutely I just got two twos. no that's great <gasps> our transportation is is illegal magical hybrid oh, transportation but now all I can think of is Avatar, The Last Airbender. I know box. that's what I was when you said. <laughs> yeah, I've got. Well, that's yeah. I have a print. Could you see the print? Because that's what, what I was thinking of. The Teenage Mutant Bender Turtle Docks over there. Oh, Teenage Mutant Bender Turtles. What yeah, if it was? Um, what if this transportation gig was actually more like um, a metaphor for like, life? <laughs> those horse-drawn like carriages, carriages that tourists go on in downtown spaces. Oh. But there was like some. Um, like the horse itself is magical in some way. Like it's They're a construct. They're the hybrid creatures. Yeah, so. yeah. They're a construct. <laughs> like like it somehow has hidden wings like it's a pegasus, but like to the mortal eye, it looks like a regular horse. But to yeah. magical people, it looks like a pegasus. Or it's half porpoise. <laughs> 
South it can Pegasus go, half it can porpoise. go straight from land to, into, into oh, harbor. Oh, it's like a duck tour. Oh, no, that's exactly so, what it is. So, it's a horse-drawn duck tours <laughs> where you drive around downtown and it's very pretty. And then the horse pulls it through the water around the bay. This makes an unfortunate amount of sense because we're in the cave village together, which we've established, like, lets out directly to yes. the ocean. <gasps> That's exactly what this is. It's a horse-drawn duck tours. The worst half horse, half porpoise. So, so actually, in Norse mythology, there are half horse creatures that are like half, kind of like mermaid half horses. How do they taste? Mermaid horses. (laughs) Um, Answer the question, Jennifer. Salty. They're from the sea. Oh, that makes sense. Okay, good. I was like, I'm not quick thinking. I don't. I don't know. Um, I don't eat horse. I'm. The worst part about this is uh-huh. that I'm going to have to leave the porpoise joke in because you can't. Yes! <laughs> da, 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 da. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. I don't. Okay. I can't even remember the, the combination of words you used to describe this. We need to come up with a pithy way of saying <clears throat> half horse, half. It's. um. Isn't there isn't there also Greek or Roman mythology of like half horse yeah, like a hippocampus kind of thing. Okay. A seahorse. They're called seahorses. That's, <laughs> that's what we call them regardless of whatever it is that the actual mythological no, creature no, is. No, we, we keep insisting on using the actual term and everyone else just calls it the seahorse the, the seahorse gig. What if we called it like the original thing? Okay, so I have a relationship. I have We have a location between some of us. We have magical items. And just so you know, I have a four if you want to do anything with me, and one of those looks interesting. Michelle, did you run out of your die? Have no, you she know? has a two. I still have, still one have one them on. Yeah, right? one, two. Right, because you started. Do you two still have a devotion to define in some way? Yes. I mean, the the, well, the, the, the initial is... one was group, and then we defined it as a fellow devotee. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. so there's but, like a blank in the line. So yeah, so can... then now we need to, uh, I mean. But that's not a die. But it's not yeah. a die. Mm-hmm. It's okay. just like, yeah, something that's left up to. Um, I have... I think all my stuff is defined. Yeah, all of my stuff is defined, so I'm literally having to pick something Who, who new. has anything that's not defined yet? Because you can um, spend your dice so. on that stuff, too. Um, okay. Yeah. We could um, probably, yeah, we could define, like, I don't have anything on my card for you outside of the bartender. Um, so we could work with that. I don't know. Well, I already I have two things with Brendan right now. I have one with Jennifer. What are the things? Okay, so we have we have the seahorse weird transportation business. We have the bartender thing with you guys. We have, we have a, a need between us. We have a need. So we I have, have two on both sides. And we have our wait. So our object is the magical creatures, right? Yep. Um, but that's like yeah, there between, can be more yeah. than one. Yeah, there can yeah. be more than one object or need. I feel like it would be interesting to throw in another object or need into the okay. into the sure. Um, who? What relationships only have one piece of connective tissue between them? Uh, both of Michelle us, Michelle and yeah. Jennifer. We, the, we spent okay. all of our die on you, Brendan. <laughs> well, don't you feel special? <laughs> Brendan just has really good pitches. <laughs> He's gonna arrest us if we don't define our relationship. It's true. I, I, He's I have my badge and gun on the table. <laughs> He's been waving handcuffs at us menacingly the whole time. I have so many handcuffs. This is what you get for letting him out of his prison. <laughs> All right, so yeah, let's define some uh, additional categories to complicate. Okay, so Jennifer's for under needs, it's to change, to get, to finally, to earn, to stay, or to figure out. What sounds? But well, what die do you have left? 
I have a one. Okay. So which one do you think sounds most interesting? Um, there is, what die do you have left, Laura? Four. Uh, what do you? I have a five. I was going to say under one, under category one for needs, there's to change. And then one of them is blank from the inside. So it'd be interesting if you were trying to change your like church or organization or whatever from the inside. But church that's a revolution. Three. Dwarf Martin <laughs> but, Luther. <laughs> but could that be like a random and we hope we get a three? Yeah, well. Or could so, we fudge it a little bit to like, work well, with the last, the last die wild. is wild. Yeah. Uh, so if we yeah. save the last die for that, then we can do that. Wasn't in the one shot. The one dwarf was trying to get like a necrophilia. Not necrophilia. <laughs> no, no, not the word I wanted. Not, okay. the, not the word I wanted. All right. The Necromancy. Necro- necromancy. Necromancy. Yeah. Yes. There is a. There is a. wanted something to do with necromancy, so that might be a good yeah. way to bring in religious. Yeah, there's a group of it. dwarves that's um that is like explicitly I mean, it working could be with necromancers. That we haven't seen a whole lot on screen yet, so it could be that. I like the idea of necromancer, so I'm going to put uh, to change is our need with Alora, And then we will save the last die to turn that into a three. And it's like to change your... <laughs> I like it. <laughs> We're changing the fact that it's so necro... No. Um, I'm going to have to stop and think every time I say... I'm, I'm going to write necromancy big on my index card so I don't get this confused. I think the name that I have down for them in my um, factions list is the necro crafters, but that's like very negotiable and something that I just put down to convey. Like, How about the necromasters? That could work. The dwarves that are working. So with. I guess. Wait. Oh, maybe they're what we found out was that they're actually taking spirits against their will and we want it to be more of a voluntary thing like spirits that have already passed or like something like that. Yeah. That like or they're s- properly compensated. Yeah. Yes. You know. Yeah. Something like As that. they should be. No, maybe they should. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, like, no. no, like their family or something like that. Like, like they're like people are about to, di- they do this on like magical shows all the time where like people are about to die, but they need sacrifices. So they pay their family very well to get those sacrifices. And we're like wanting to put in a system like that. Cause right now they're just stealing people like from that. They feel like nobody would care about. Yeah. To take their souls into these items. Yeah. Okay. That, that works. Um, what, what die do we have left? I have a four. You have a four. What on earth do I do with it? We're, so we're creating a category for between Jennifer and Michelle. Yes. So under category four for needs is to earn. And then under category four, oh, category four for objects is criminal. That could be interesting. Okay. Yep. Um, the items there are forged identification papers, a lucky talisman that makes you unbeatable, a large shipment of booze and or drugs, flawlessly counterfeited currency, black market magical materials, or untraceable poison. What's the other die we have outside of the four? I have a five. A five? Well, that would be black market magical materials. I mean, that'll work perfectly well for a... Yeah. Yeah. I think, okay. that, I think that's what we... Okay. Is that cool with you? Yeah. Okay. So, so Laura and I sorry, will what was that? Mm-hmm. Uh, so you, you two now object. have an object, black market magical materials. Then that's all the die on the table, right? If we spin the three for y'all's thing to change the cult from the inside. Or I think the, you're right. The necro crafters. That's it. Masters. That's fiasco. All right. Okay. 
do we need, want to flesh out? Is there anything else we want to flesh out more before we jump into scenes? Do we want to try to think about um, names? How, maybe. Oh, that's a thing. Yeah, I, I guess that's a good idea. Uh, all right. Sorry, what were you going to say, Laura? Oh, I was just thinking how we're going to somehow tie together the necro crafters to the. Well, the, that's why we should flesh out the relationship. The technological yeah. startup. Like, the, yeah. I mean, the, the, the transportation, transportation startup. The other T word. Mm-hmm. There's only two in the English language. That's um, true. Oh, man. Now I'm just imagining, though, like a horse drawn sea carriage, like um, Charon taking the dead over. Yeah. Over the river. I think there's, I haven't figured out how this works logistically, but it's fine because there's magic. But I've liked the idea of there being like an underground river that goes near the cave village mm-hmm. that like also goes directly out to the sea because we've established mm-hmm. that there's like, you know, mm-hmm. network of caves. Um, so, Laura, if we're both involved in this business, what are our roles? Okay. So you said you want to be, you were thinking about just being underlings. Like what level in, I don't know. Or what? Okay. I, I think it's more interesting if we, um, have some di- stake in the business. Yeah. If yeah. we're well, if we're, I was going to say, are in not not a position of power because it's more about like ordinary people like mm-hmm. trying to to mm. to escape from their circumstances. Okay. So, what circumstance would? Which isn't to say that maybe mm-hmm. we don't own the business, but um, y'all could both work on the same carriage. Like one of you are a driver, and then you know how they have somebody on the back of the carriage to like open the doors, and or y'all could like switch off. I was gonna say the mechanic, but that do we happen. have more than one carriage? I wonder if it's just like the one. Is this like a startup that is literally just like about have a, to start? We have a seahorse and a carriage, and we're trying to get people interested. Yeah, and we had it named like. Hippocampus for hire, but no one knew what that was. <laughs> oh my god, that's painfully accurate. So now it's startups. like um, seahorse tours by the sea, and now we've got people. We've got some buzz. We got some some interest. What if okay. like I'm the the driver? Like I actually okay. am like the one that's doing the tours, that's picking the people up. So and then I could be the person behind the scenes, quote unquote, yeah. like being like, this is the tour you're supposed to take or uh-huh. like making sure that we have all our permits with the city and right. stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm very like. There's no permits. In- <laughs> <laughs> By permits, I mean giving money to the people who will not shoot our, our poor yeah, exactly. campus down. Like I'm well, the person that does like the grunt work, but you're the person that makes the business work. Okay. What were you going to say, Michelle? Oh, I was going to say, I think that there's something interesting here because we've established that there's a pretty. Um, we've established that there's like a decent, not like, not a literal barrier. I mean, there isn't like the river, but there's like a big social barrier. Mm-hmm. So I think thinking about your potential clientele is interesting because it would be like probably mostly people already living on the magical side of the city or familiar with mm-hmm. it. But I imagine you also get like people who want to pretend to like yeah. pretend to like dip their feet in something dangerous. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. And then like, maybe this is just one of like a series of harebrained schemes that we've come up with. <gasps> yeah. This is and, our like, latest start to make up enough, to make enough money so that we can get out of here. Mm-hmm. Um, but we just keep like sinking more of our money into these schemes and they never work out. Yes, and we keep, exactly. keep getting more and more into like some sort of debt. Exactly. And every single scheme somehow involves a magical creature. Do you want to define where we're getting our money from or how we're starting, like where we're getting the funds to start these up? What if you're getting it from the necromasters? Whether they know it or not. I want, is there, could you guys have a harebrained as part of your, you want to change, 
you want to change the group from the inside for the better, but you're also like smuggling out magical materials from them and selling them, (laughs) which explains part of why, because I probably know people. So I'm like, that would make me like the middleman between. So we're trying to change from the inside, but the justification. So we're, we're pretty much embezzling and the justification is because we're trying to change them. Yeah. You're like, no, if we still have the money from it, then they'll have to reconsider their methods. Hold on, hold on. I feel like there's also a strange conflict here where I'm trying to get out of the city with Brendan. Yeah. But I'm trying to, I don't know why I, I guess I have a need to change this group from the inside out. Like, Maybe because we've been trying to get out for so long that you're not really sure necessarily that it's ever really going to happen. So you're so I'm like so trying to like, cut my losses by like building up something. That yeah, I can exactly. Exactly. Fall back on like a yeah. plan B. Yeah. Like you're yeah. like, well, why I'm uh, here? Might as well make it. <laughs> I really like this idea of like this organization sucks and we should fix it. But while it sucks, we should steal from them. Yeah, I'm into that. OK, I can do that. OK. Yeah, that cool. sounds like an Allura plan. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thanks. Thanks, Michelle. I'm glad to see you. That sounds like a me plan too. I'm just, I'm not. I mean, you're not wrong. So are we going to go like. Well, so we defined what our like positions are in this transportation gig. You two Mm -hmm. should figure out like you figured out like, okay, we're, we're stealing slash embezzling from this business. What are your positions in the necromancer? I guess it itself? wouldn't be so um, absurd for if I'm the person behind the scenes of the transportation business, I'm sort of using my power in this necro crafter so you position can be to... the treasurer yeah. of the yeah. group yeah <laughs> like an accountant yeah. yeah like not the accountant but, but in like the part of the department. yeah yeah so um, that I'm you on the can... committee it's a committee okay so oh, absolutely <laughs> so you can fix the numbers so it doesn't look like and i could probably be in the um business of moving items like yes. like shipping the items out so that if things kind of fall off the the cart, so to speak. <laughs> Fall yes. off the cart. So you're in shipping and logistics and you're an accountant yes. who also has a startup, a seahorse startup <laughs> side side oh, gig. I, I think I would hate myself if I ever met my kids. <laughs> oh. That's perfect for Viasco is the thing. <laughs> so is is the bar that you that you tend in the dwarf? So it's technically a speakeasy in the sense that like at this point in the city, alcohol is not legal, but it's also so far literally underground that like mm-hmm. it doesn't matter no um, one cares about and it. it's on the magical side of the city which is l- only extremely loosely enforced so this is interesting the object that i have is actually tied to the relationship between me and michelle <gasps> have we Ooh. like leased it from the bar who uh, or do you help like us that? acquire <laughs> the, the, oh the yes this is Maybe a, this is clearly a bartender with a sense of like like, uh, like connection hair-brain schemes. Oh. Well, also that probably, but like, cause I'm helping, I'm like, I volunteered to be the middle person mm-hmm. for black market magical materials, yeah. uh-huh. and then, which I guess ties in with <laughs> obtaining a rare magical hybrid for my friend's business scheme. That's also not very good. Hey, at least it's not a multi-level marketing scheme. That's true. <laughs> We're it's not true. that shitty. No, I would never stoop so low as to that. Um, so do you like... Do you technically own the seahorse, maybe? Yeah, I think I, oh, I think, like, either I own it or I convinced You stole someone, it from someone. Yeah, like, I convinced someone, like, maybe another patron of the bar to, like. Oh, that's good. Give it, like, I'm like, oh, yeah, this I've got this business. I have these, because it's. Like, you were the one that made that connection. Yeah. That, okay. I'm like, yeah. This bartender fancies herself, like, a very good, like, middleman. Yeah, yeah. Um, a real maven. Yeah, made the. Oh, I've got a friend. And so now on this, like, now this probably, like, 
regular of the bar is constantly asking me about when they're going to see a return on their investment. I'm like, I don't know. I, I like just, that. I like that. Next a lot. weekend, come back next weekend. I'll make fake. I'll make fake statements to give to the silent investor. And then, what else defines Michelle and Jennifer? There's the bartender patron, but then and we added something else: black market magical materials. Right. So um, how does that work? So that's um, that uh, plays into the stuff that they're from the um, necromasters, the but stuff how? that they're um, embezzling. So, so Jennifer, I'm helping her like fence these black market okay, magical yeah. materials. So yes. you're also like actually putting her in touch with the people that they're selling. Or I'm yeah. giving the object to Michelle and then she goes to like the meetings all dressed up, you know, like in the suit with the suitcase and like offers some magical items. Like you got the money, I got the item. Yeah, yeah, that's what like, so this bartender is trying to move up in the world through being a very bad. Through a bunch of different things, yes. it seems like. <laughs> interesting, yes. interesting. You know. Ambitious. Yeah. You gotta have you gotta have your fingers on lots of pies, and some of the pies are illegal. Sure. Um, and some of them are kind of legal but still stupid ideas. Are you just really enjoy being a bartender, but you love the high life and the like the fancy things in life so that you do all this extra stuff on the side so you can do what you love but still have lots of money? Yeah, I think maybe she's also just stupid, but (laughs) (laughs) the trying to be business savvy and like just Putting your fingers on a whole bunch of pies. Like, really views herself as like, yeah, I'm really the criminal mastermind down here. I feel like all of the people at, all of the characters at this table all think that they're way smarter than they really are. (laughs) Which is extremely fiasco. That's like kind of the game. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's also very extremely serendipity city because I feel like all of our characters feel like they're the best or like really out there. When they're not, they're not great people. Okay, I've decided my bartender's name is Selena and she is half fae. Um, and lives in the, also lives. Cool. What do they look like? Um, I want to make her super buff, but that's just like. Do it. Just do it. Yeah, just do it. Just do it. Okay. Um, I won't tell anyone it's a Mary Sue. (laughs) Thank you, Alora. (laughs) I appreciate this show of solidarity. (laughs) Well, I like that that's part of what allows Selena to do what she does is like people look yeah. at her and go like, wow, she must be really capable. And she's like, yeah, I'm really capable. Like, yeah. good. <laughs> like I think that that makes, if nothing else, that probably makes sense because I know that like the people that I know that have had to work at like extremely shady bars that see a lot of different kinds of people mm-hmm. also like have to function as a bouncer on a regular basis. Yep, yep, yep. So yeah. Um, like pointy ears, uh, green eyes, purple hair. Cool. Yeah, like a purple bob, flapper bob. Got it. How about Noi? Oh, I like that. N-O-I, Noi. What's Noi look like? I think we're going to make him a dude. Okay. Um, He, are there any specific like dwarf culture things that you have in mind for Serendipity City? Um, No, the one thing is that, um, which I didn't realize was actually that much of a difference until I was talking to somebody else. The one thing is that I based the dwarves in Serendipity City much more off of like, um, like folklore versus the D and D thing. Um, okay. so that, you know, this person was like, wow, I'm really surprised that they like live in the caves and like have forges. And I'm like, but that's like what dwarves are. Is that not what dwarves are? I, I don't know. I, I, thought, I thought it was in D and D and I guess it's not, or maybe not the way this, I don't know. Okay. Um, but yeah, so like they mostly live in the caves. It's not super usual to see a ton of that, to see mm-hmm. them like in mass, like above ground or, but there are also some of them who live in like the sacred grove. Mm-hmm. Um, 
a lot of them have like handiworking jobs okay. um, or something that combines like magical, uh, magical crafting and like handcrafting. So like metal smithing while imbuing it with a spell or whatever. Okay. I think since I'm trying, since part of our clientele is going to be like the the rich non-magical kids who probably want to want to peek of like what the magical side is like. I, I probably gonna, I'm probably going to try to lean real hard into like the stereotypes of what a dwarf is supposed to look like. So like aggressive hair everywhere. Um, like a big beard. Oh, the biggest braided. beard. Big braid, big braided beard. Um, do you dress like really aggressive? Because this is like like alt 1920s. Uh-huh. But do you dress like really aggressively, like bad Ren Fair outfits? Yes, <laughs> yes, I do. Bad Ren Fair. Um, okay, let's see. I also changed my mind. I was looking at some other names and I said I'm actually going with Edie um, because that's much more of like a 1920s-ish name. So the name is Edie Z. Just Z, no okay. last name. Okay. Oh, do I need to come up with a last name? No, I just, the name that it generated was Edie Zil- Zilpa, I think is how. Oh, and I was okay. like, I don't like Zilpa, but Edie Z Edie, is, Edie yeah. is like a, That's yeah. pretty cute. The um, Edie is one of my favorite areas in Destiny too. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, extra big braided beard terrible and like shoddy Ren Fair. Yeah. Like um, the spirit Halloween of like yes, Ren Fair. Yes. Um, Is that what he wears when he's doing like necrocrafter business? Necrocrafter? I probably will just like just strip like down it. to my pants. Like I'll just take everything <laughs> off and just wearing pants. For being an accountant? <laughs> you yes. are like, okay, I like to think that I have my, I was thinking like I was in the forge. No. Okay. So an accountant outfit I'd you have to watch like, in the forge. That cheap polyester's gonna melt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I guess I am just stripped. No. Um, oh, wait, they hadn't invented polyester back then. This is definitely this is like, magical polyester. Yeah, but it's still like itchy wool. Oh, no. Terrible. Okay, one second. So, terrible shoddy run fair when I'm working um, the seahorse business. And then probably I literally would just like wear whatever cheap ass shirt I like secretly wear underneath to stop all my sure, clothes from yeah. itching. Just business. Yeah, like, just just like a like a t shirt. Like a t shirt, like, like a t shirt and like I guess well, I guess jeans were a thing at the time, but Yeah. They were like I'm just imagining like a big burly like dwarf in a t shirt and like a good pair of like rank like Levi Wranglers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no. Um I yeah. like it. Just t shirt. Um I'm Fine. playing Owen Carmichael who I think is relatively young as dwarfs go. Um, I'm thinking that maybe like not an immediate parent, but maybe a grandparent was Faye. So they look like at first glance dwarven, but you can tell that there's like something a little bit different there. Um, is he self-conscious about it? Is he like taller and skinnier than the other dwarves? I think maybe he was, but he's kind of leaned into it. Um, so he's got like really long hair. He used He's not as good at uh, growing a beard. And um, taking a cue from Noi, he's almost like tried to like start in order to like help out the business, but it's really just kind of wispy. Um, oh, baby! And I think, um, but he's been trying for like a month, so it's like oh. it's just like so it's like half an inch of like wispy. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's just and it's blonde, so it's like um, you can barely even see it unless I mean, it's like the sun shines right exactly, on it. Yeah, yeah. Like you, it, it almost just looks like he's like. Um, like he walked through some spider webs or something like that. Um, and I think that he's almost taking a different approach to this whole idea of like um, appealing to 
clientele above and beyond the magical folks. And so he's sort of, he's gone to a lot of thrift stores in um, more well-to-do neighborhoods Mm -hmm. and has tried to find like good looking blazers and slacks and belts and stuff like that. Um, But he'll buy them even if they don't quite fit. So he's almost got like an assembly of things that are just very slightly too small or very slightly too big. Mm -hmm. And he doesn't know how to coordinate so he's he's got sort of a hobo chic hey, kind of thing going like, on. Hobo businessman. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Oh, um, but in spite of that, he's still like a little bit like charming and handsome. So. Wait, what age are you imagining your character? I think he's young for a dwarf. I was thinking like er, like a kid early twenties like or something. Yeah, yeah exactly. I don't know. Exactly. I haven't like nailed down the details of how ages work, but like mm-hmm. right. I have a definitely question. younger than Noi. I think. How yeah. do you two think that the rest of the community feels about you dragging? Um, rich, mundane bad. tourists. They don't like Very it. Very bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can, yeah. But also, I think that, like, Owen at least has kind of accepted that, like, they're not going to like anything that Owen does, so he's going to kind of lean into that yeah, okay. in the hopes of, and like, he's kind of easygoing, but he also wants out. I probably think, in addition to if I'm trying to improve the neck, so are we calling him the Neko the Neko. <laughs> the Neko crafters. Uh, the, are we saying Neko craft? Necrocrafters or necromasters? We can go or... with necromasters. I think that's a little easier to say without getting tongue-tied. Mm, okay. Necromasters. Um, if I'm trying to improve them, I'm also in general trying to improve just what? the dwarf outlook in the city. So that's probably my excuse for being like, we're dragging these mundanes through because maybe in the long run, there'll be some return on them getting a, a, a bite of the dwarf life. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Seeing somebody um, in a renaissance fair outfit. Mm-hmm. You know, great for empathy. Ooh, ooh boy. Ooh. Yeah. It's, it's true, though. Like, I grew up in a tourist town and people just dress up like old pirates and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, Thanks for coming to Key no, West. No, I'm just thinking, like, yeah, now that I asked that, I'm just thinking, like, especially with you in the Renaissance Fair mm-hmm. outfit and you're dragging and people are like, do you know what you're like? What are you doing for the community? <laughs> yeah. Like, what are you doing for our public perception? We fought so hard to get over these stereotypes. Well, see, and I laugh because being part of the pagan community for Pagan Pride Day, people show up in Ren Faire gear. And I'm like, that's not, yeah, like, seriously, that's not, guys? Like, that's, what are you doing? Yeah. Why are you doing this? And they sell things like a Ren Faire would sell. I'm like, that. Uh, mm. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. It's a, yeah. Um, now I'm just thinking about Silver Dollar City. Speaking of tourist traps. Um Jennifer, do you have thoughts on your character's name, appearance, etc.? Um, so I really like the idea of doing like a different character just because we already have like two dwarves and then um a fae, but I wasn't sure how orcs work in this. We don't, yeah, we don't really have like any analog to orcs. I wouldn't be averse to like working it in at some point, but I would prefer to like have more thought about that. Yeah. Um I was thinking like a half orc. Because I want her to be, like, this really buffy character, but she has, like, the sweetest name, like, Marigold. And, like, she's just really big and buff and muscular. <laughs> I just really like the idea of that. Um, but I didn't want to What if a- she's, like, half dwarf and just, like, got all of, like, the muscles, like, is, like, tall, like, extremely, like, a normal-sized person, but, like, built like a dwarf? Yeah. Um. So just, like, a, yeah, like a brick wall of a human being <laughs> yeah, named Marigold. Yeah, I, I just really like that idea that she's still kind of magical, but um, she's just, like, huge for her size. Like, you know, she, she was taller than all the—she's, like, a giant dwarf. 
Yeah. Does that even make sense? I don't know. But it's like a person. <laughs> like a per- <laughs> like a person. <laughs> um, but with like very dwarf like features, and I wanted her just to have like a really girly name, um, because they were like, oh, and then everyone just calls her Mary for short instead of Marigold. Cool. So you are a dwarf. I guess half dwarf. Um, half dwarf. Yeah, okay. half okay. dwarf. Um, and then, and she really does try to be kind of like obviously at work she wears like, um, you know, pants and or overalls like you know like Rosie the River style of clothing. Um, but then like outside of work she really tries to like ham it up and does the whole like flapper dresses and things like that, which just looks funny. Me, oh, I bet it's really hard to find flapper dresses. Uh, yeah, speaking, she has to yeah. like custom make she, things. I wonder if she wears like sundresses, but like tries to treat them like they're flapper yes. dresses. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Aww, like, that's cute. <laughs> yeah. That's adorable. I feel really bad oh, no, for a our good cast character. of lovable idiots. Like, <laughs> <laughs> all right, okay. Um, How do we I play th- this game? Yeah, you I cry. Think- <laughs> we've, been, we've, been, we've been so I will go over the rules. And then, so when it's your scene, um, your character is in the spotlight and you get to choose whether you're going to establish or resolve. If you're establishing, then basically you get to frame it and decide like the who, what, where, when. Um, You are kind of like the director of the scene. So you're deciding who's there, um, like if this relates to the need, where it's at. if you establish, then or if you establish, then the other people at the table get to resolve the scene, uh, which means that they decide how the outcome goes. So if you end positive the, or negative, yes, positive or negative. So a small dice or a big dice, um, big dice for good, small dice for bad. Um, if you're resolving, then your friends like you will say, I think I'm going to resolve this scene. Um, and so everyone at the table gets to be like, yeah, so I think this sh- scene should be like da-da-da-da-da-da-da. And then like they help you set it up. You then you start the scene, which is basically like that's just like straight up improv. You're like straight into the scene, you're in character. Um, other people can like jump in and add details. Um, general rule of thumb is to like not try not to like contradict something, but anyone at the table, um, or talk over them just like if nothing else, because that's hell for audio editing. But if you have like a thought of like, you know, you're like, yeah, so like Edie is in the bar and she's just like cleaning the table. Then like one of you could jump in and be like, yeah. And that, um, the rich, the the person that she like talked into giving up their seahorse is sitting at the other end of the bar, like glaring at her. And she's trying very hard to avoid them without ignoring the other customers. So you can like jump in and throw in details like that. Um, the scene plays out. Uh, if you are resolving the scene, At any time during the scene, you can take a die that is in the central pile, which will be at the center of the table. Um, And if you take uh, if you take a big die, that means that the outcome of the scene is going to be positive for your character. If you take a black die or a small die, sorry, um, it's the opposite. So like whoever you're in the scene with, if, if I'm like if I'm resolving the scene and I take a die, then like that's the cue of everyone at the table to make sure that the scene skews positive for Edie. Um, on the other hand, it's the opposite on the other side. Like if I establish the scene, um, then anyone at the table can like take the die and like hold it up. You're supposed to hold it up so that everyone at the table can see, obviously not easy to see on audio, but, um, hold it up so everyone at the table can see. And then Alora. So if Alora decides that the scene is going badly and that we should lean into it going badly, then she will pick up a small die, 
hold it up so that everyone at the table can see and hand it to me. Uh, and then that's, and then like we adjusted the scene. Is there any limit to the number of die people can take and like throw into like sort of no adjust it? Okay. Um, well, well, well so there's, it's one, it's per one scene. Per, yeah, it's one per scene. Sorry. Okay. I okay. misunderstood the question. Um, so it's one per scene. If it's act two, uh, so we go we've until always... we've used half the die. Yes. Okay. That's act one. Yes. So if it's act one. Dice. Half the dice. Yes. No, I'm, I'm trying to see. There's like a header that says if it's act one, give the outcome die to another player. And I'm mm-hmm. trying to decide if that's like, is that like at the immediate end of the scene or is that? Yes. Okay. Yes. That's what I thought. Um, yeah. So as soon as the scene is over, like you hand the die to me, I adjust the scene accordingly. And then I'll be like, Brendan, have this tiny die. Right. Almost as like an experience point. Okay. Yeah. Um, which will matter later, but don't worry too much about yeah, it. Yeah, right don't now. worry about it now. Um, I'm yeah. worrying. Oops. Just like, yeah, it's basically just like there's a big pool of dice at the middle of the table. Um, and we keep going until half the dice are used, right? Yes. So and that's, then uh, things will change. Yeah. Dramatically. Dun, dun, dun. But not too dramatically. So that's two scenes per player. And then yep. that's the end of it. We're suddenly one. in space. <laughs> not that dramatically. <laughs> Well, that, I think or that's are we what, just going to come into that. That's in what Act scene. One does, kind okay. of, is it establishes yeah. how everything is going to go to hell. Okay, cool. And then yeah. Act Two, is it going to hell? Yeah, cool. Act One is like sort of getting everything on the screen and like slightly in motion as to like why this is all a mess right now. Um, and so, this is where dice play also comes and play where things can go terribly wrong or, oh, okay, we're, no, we're getting away with this. <laughs> Everybody, okay, so first of all, we need to get all the main dice out here in a pool. And then we'll all, um, unless anyone has a preference for otherwise, we can all roll a die and highest one goes first. Sure. Okay. Unless if, if there's somebody who- We can all smoke a joint and highest one goes first. I would go, oh no. It's okay. Um, okay, so I'm gonna establish, I think this is a scene in the bar. What is this bar called? What's the name for the big- Kiln? No, the thing you drink out of. Stein? Stein? The Broken Stein. The Broken Stein. The Broken Stein. I mean, I'm open to other ideas. That was the I, first. That makes me think of Ben Stein. <laughs> okay, well, then we should change it probably. Um, <laughs> he's, the, he's the man. Flagon. Flagon. The Broken Flagon. Sure. Okay. The Broken Flagon. Okay. I like it. Okay, so I think this is a scene with um, Owen and um, uh, Edie, and maybe Noy is there. I'm not sure. He can be sitting at a table in the back. Sure, sure. And I think it's like mid-afternoon. There's not really a crowd, but the place is open. And, um, you know, I think there's probably some prep going on for like, you know, the lunch rush has probably like calmed down and... Maybe there's, you know, there's there's some regulars that are sort of hanging out during this lull um, in between when lunch and happy hour starts. And um, I think Owen comes in and he's, you know, very clearly really, really excited. And he's looking around and he um, spots noise like, no, no, come on. Good. And he, then he like he continues looking around and spots Edie, you know, like behind the counter or something like that and scrambles over and is like, Edie, Edie, I've, I've, I've. I've got great news. I've, Noi, come over here. I got oh great news. Boy. I got great news. I grab. Why do you always say this? All the times I got great news, you're always down on it. You gotta have. You got. You gotta. I don't think. I don't think you have a great definition of great news, but sure. I'm excited. 
I want to hear. Spectacular. That's two, that's two against one. This is a positive situation right here. Here's great news. We have a golden opportunity in our hands. I happen to know that we're going to have some VIPs coming down here in the caves from up top. So with some big money, some big money is spent. I don't, I don't know quite who they are. I think they're business. Oh, wow. That sounds like a great, hey, great hey, hey, lead hey. there. No, listen, listen. It's, it's like a business ma- magnitude, a business magnitude of some kind. I love meeting good business magnitude. Magnate? Magnate. That's it. Yeah. Okay. A business magnet. And um, they they are they're coming down here and they're bringing their family and they're bringing the rest of like their, their inner circle. So if you don't know who they are, how do you know when they're going to get here? I got a source. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> and who is the source? It was someone. <laughs> this, I feel like this is going to end badly. <laughs> my pal, uh, my pal Joey was talking oh, about. Oh, you know not to trust Joey. I know, Owen. I know, I know. But he knows everyone. And he heard that they were making accommodations. They were, they were getting, getting rooms down here. They're going to come down here for some sort of like a business retreat. And I figure we got seahorse tours by the sea getting started. What we need is we need like premium, like. Like a premium seahorse? Like a pre- uh, No, well, we only got the one seahorse. I'm talking about we clear a time where we go like, hey, this is when it's absolute nicest out on the water. You're going to have a beautiful time. We have like complimentary like wine and Ooh. cheeses. And okay, it's like okay. you pay top dollar and you get this great experience and like maybe like the regular tours is like our bread and butter, but this business magnets, that could be like our big ticket. That's what I'm thinking. So Edie, I'm thinking like they, someone's going to pass through here. Someone's definitely like, you're going to hear something. So if you, if you find these, yeah, I'll keep my ear to the ground. Yeah. Tell them, tell them. And then we'll get ready with like some sort of like a premium package. All right. I think do you mean to find some wine. Yeah, and maybe like little little towels. What about like someone to like fan them? What if we hired like children to fan? Oh, I love hiring children. Are you fan. making fun of me? I feel no! like we're making fun of me. If you want them to feel VIP, you All gotta right. have. I'm gonna pause really quick. Yes. Because I've been passed a small die, which a means negative die. Yes. I feel like we're getting excited, and this is yes. accidentally skewing positive. So what I'm gonna I was say, trying to think of bad ideas. So here's that what would happens: cost more money. Here's what happens: we're really excited, and then the um business person who provided the seed money comes up on the conversation. Ah, uh, yes, for for seahorses? Yes. Okay, what's like his the, name? Or hers. Or hers, yes, um, that's fair. This is... Farrah Seabottom. Fair. Seabottom. <laughs> she, she, her a family, family owns a lot of seahorses. That's, yeah. Seabottom? Seabottom. <laughs> uh, Jennifer, do you want to play Farrah? Sure. Okay. And then like you're 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 like you want to know you, this sounds like more money being spent oh, of yeah. yours without a return. So I hear something about a fancy tour. Oh, oh, Miss 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 Seabottom. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. We got this we got this great opportunity coming up, you see. We They're VIPs. Just, They're VIP business magnets. It's definitely someone I don't know who, but it's definitely someone very important with a lot of money to throw around. We got to roll out the red carpet definitely for Definitely at least like four or five. Do we got names? People? Ideas? I, I've got a No, but we got a solid lead. I definitely We're got to hire children My friend with Joey. Fans. You know Joey. Joey lies only like 40% of the time. <laughs> <laughs> 
This is definitely the 60% where he's This useful. sounds like an awful lot of money. T- Listen, you're never going to make money unless you put more into it. Yeah, you got to spend money to make money. But I've always That's been what like... You just, I was gonna say quid, but I was like, I don't know what the equivalent of money here is. Yeah, I've I, already given you like thousands of dollars, and with no return to speak of. There's been small returns. I've gotten business reports. Remember, uh, you gotta you gotta have patience, and I you f- gotta have trust for a business to grow. All right, guys, this is the last bit of money you're getting from me. But if this, I'm gonna have to get the cops involved. The cops? I do have bodyguards on hand. I would feel that's something she would do. But like, there's got to be like a jail timer, like bigger threat. Like, I mean, having somebody beat me up with a baseball bat sounds pretty bad. <laughs> that's what- Sparkles, get over here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, boss. <laughs> and you see this tiny, like, childlike fairy come over here with a bat. And she's like... You mess with Miss Seabottom, you're gonna get smacked. And the bat goes, Screech. <laughs> oh, like an actual Wait, baseball no. bat. <laughs> no, a bat that just really loves to play baseball. <laughs> All right, and I think that's scene. Yes, I okay, think that's scene. Cool. Um, I'm gonna okay. give this die to Jennifer. All right. So I walk into the bar, Miss Marigold. Keep it at the number that it was passed to me. Oh, did I didn't? Oh, I, yeah, I, I wasn't I paying attention. attention to okay, that well, either. it was a six when I passed it to you. Okay. Hopefully, it was a six when you gave it to me. I have no idea. Okay. So yeah, when you pass a die to someone, keep it at whatever number it was. Okay. okay. Sorry, I thought that I thought we rolled later. And then I don't was, remember. Okay. Fair in that case. I'm just making up rules just to make sure. <laughs> I mean, that's what we do. I don't here. know what the rules are, but we're gonna follow them. <laughs> This is lawful good. It's true. <laughs> this this is like a game with a six-year-old. The rules are forever changing when it benefits one of us. Yes. Calvin Ball, but with dice. Right. <laughs> yes. Uh, I think it's Michelle's turn. Okay. Are you going to establish or resolve? So I think I'm, I'm going to establish. Okay. Um, since I just had a scene with Brendan, I think it would... Can you remind me of your character's name again, Jennifer? Marigold. Marigold. Yes, that's right. Marigold. As soon as you said the name, I it all came back to me. <laughs> so I'm thinking that... We should have some kind of a scene probably relating to the black market materials or, but there needs to be, I think that we need to have some kind of a problem or like a reason to be well, talking about it. I was thinking it. of when you said earlier, like spruce up the chariot or whatever, like use some of like cut into what we're already been trying to sell to like try to. And that's where uh, my went, mine went to. Yeah. You came to me okay. and be like, Hey, you have anything I have a big business plan coming up and I'm looking for something kind of fancy. You think you could keep an eye out? Yes. Perfect. All right. Um, So this is, do we think this is at the bar? Does it matter? I mean, at the bar, at a coffee shop, off hours, probably not a coffee shop. Or we, I have, I could come into the bar and you're like, we could go into the office. Like, okay. Actually, yeah, I'll pull pull you into a booth or something. Yeah. So you walk in and Edie's like, Mary, Mary Gold, come here, come here, come here, come here. Come in. Okay, so you know how sometimes I help you move things? Wink, wink. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay, well, come on, come on, over to this, over to this booth. Uh, so I have another business venture. You know how I am. I've got lots of business ventures, and I think that there's an opportunity here for some of the things that I move for you to get involved in this other business venture. So we're looking for things to. Uh, fancy up an experience and I'm wondering I've heard about uh, you know alchemical powders and whatnot that 
change the way you perceive things? Do you have anything that would like, you know, make someone feel like they're in the swankiest of like VIP rooms, even if they were not necessarily just sort of blur, blur the lines a little bit? If you give me a list of things you uh, really want, and I think I saw like some fancy glasses, like, you know, to like, we could hand them out some, there's some sunglasses that kind of do what you're talking about. Yes. Like sunglasses in a cave. It's a look. (laughs) (laughs) I was thinking we would go outside the cave as well. So outside as well. (laughs) Yes. Um, But um, I could definitely look into some powders for you. Awesome. Great. I'll have you that list uh, by the end of the night. Just stay here. I'll keep you with drinks all night. Oh, right on. Can I can I have a, a, a fancy one? Like, yeah. I want something fizzy. Yes. What about a uh, static mic? I forgot what we called it. What do we call it? <laughs> a static mic sounds great. Awesome. Cool. This is like... Static mic is my favorite friend at the table character. <laughs> <laughs> it's like... Like bad soda water. It's like halfway flat soda water. Ooh, with it's, like, it's soda you deliberately have to make flat first. Yes. <laughs> shake it all and then, like, and then open it and leave it out. Yes. And then there is like like 50% vodka and then some kind of like, I don't know. Pop like, rocks on top. Yeah. No, and, like then, and then there's like whatever bottle you have absolutely like little, like nothing left and you're just trying to use it. You just pour that into it. Yeah. Like some, sometimes it's grenadine. Sometimes it's lime juice. Sometimes it's uh, St. Germain's. Yeah. You just That's pour something in. Yeah. And then some, some kind of And you got yourself a standing mic. Yeah. All right. Um, if you put sugar, uh, simple sugar on the very top level, it's called adding a pop filter. Yes. Very good. I like this. I'm taking a point of experience. (laughs) Yes. Um, Okay. So that uh, was a positive result. Yeah, that was a positive result. I do think it's funny because I imagine the ways that I was thinking of that going with negative is that like, like obviously Edie is going to have this list of just like super vague things like, you know, dust what makes you feel good. And there's so many ways for that to go wrong, but I love the idea. Cocaine. That, yeah, Got it. Just, yeah. No, no, no. Just, just what makes you feel good is the brand name. <laughs> and she delivers that list to Marigold, but somehow Marigold, this like perfect child, actually gets like good supplies with it. So now we have sunglasses that have a built in glamour, glamour. I love it. And yeah. They're like fancy Ray-Bans. Yeah, fancy Ray-Bans. I'm going to give it to Elora. Um, I believe that is your turn, Jennifer. Do you want to establish a resolve? I think I'm going to resolve that list and... Okay, so then we establish the scene. Yeah. Okay. Well, so I was thinking to complicate it further because we both are into this plan, but we have not talked to each other at all. So you're trying to get supplies to make the ride good. and And I feel like I would also have gone to her to be like, Hey, hey, listen, um, we need to really make this a really magical trip for these people and lean into the necromancy side of things to try to get them interested into into how cool a ride our is that how or our do you want to do the haunted mansion? But is that you're you're trying to do a haunted yeah like the Disney ride oh is you're trying to do a haunted mansion but with like actual I wasn't haunts? even thinking about like haunted mansion I was thinking like happy spirits oh okay well I'm sure some of them so one thing so like I'm it's not- a small world oh no it's a small world yeah the VIPs definitely want to go on that <laughs> um. <laughs> 
you're going to just like terrify these people into giving you money. So one question that I'm not clear on, at least from skimming, do you know, Brendan, offhand, if we're establishing and Jennifer is resolving, does Jennifer pick the die outcome at the beginning or after we're already in the scene? Uh, anytime they want, actually. Okay. It's just up to them. Okay, cool. Yeah. I just think it would be funny that because I'm having conflicting stories now that that I get like a whole bunch of stuff that maybe contradicts itself. Yeah. Okay. So what if what if this is maybe the next morning and you and maybe um, Noi has gone we're, to we're like at to, we're at services, church services. <laughs> oh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then like you're thinking like this is going to move a little bit more slowly than. Mm -hmm. It was going to. So Noi is still like trying to put together their plan. Mm -hmm. And Marigold is like, no, I've already got the list together. I'm going to go take it over after. And like we see where that goes. Because maybe there's conflicting visions for how this this happens. So this is then a scene with Noi and Marigold. Yep. What is this? Okay. What does this church service look like? So I think that... Um, I'm trying to think because I is it, I, is it church service? Is that what like we're saying? I, yeah. So I didn't I didn't envision the Necromasters actually as like explicitly well, religious. I, but I like, said church as like some sort of like yeah like an organization guess. that is yeah. devoted to some sort of like is like an all hands pause. meeting. Yeah. So I'm thinking it's like yeah. an all hands meeting, and basically this is like just like the morning stand up. Yeah. This is <laughs> you can tell like like in a with cake and coffee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like. <laughs> Necromancer. <laughs> uh, oh no. <laughs> That's a different group. So, <laughs> Necromancy Anonymous. Is like, is this the oh no, wrong group. Wrong just, group. Just, just kidding. Just, just so back. yeah, so I'm picturing that there's somebody like at the top of the room, sort of like lecturing everybody on like the state and like the quarterly goals for yeah, the Necromasters. Exactly. And you guys are like sitting in the back of the room trying to like like, like whispering. <laughs> yeah, like as, and whispering as there's somebody up front like, yeah, so for our quarter three goals, we're supposed to have like this many spirit bound, da, da, da. And we're only at, we're like at 25% of our goal. We need to increase. We need that hockey stick growth to, we're like really on the startup thing. Um, what is hockey stick growth? It's bad. It's bad and it's unsustainable <laughs> and people should stop saying oh, it. Oh, is it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It looks like a hockey stick. Got it. Yep. yep. <sighs> Non-business lingo. <laughs> I've had a lot of conversations about why, like, getting big amounts of venture capitalist funding and independent arts is not necessarily a good thing in the last month. So as soon mm -hmm. as you guys said startup, my brain was just like, <laughs> uh, all right. All right. So you two are in the back. There's somebody at the front. There's someone droning in the front. Yeah. Um, hey, okay. hey, hey, Norn. The, um, did you want to add anything to my, my list? Wait, you've already got a, a list for what? A list for that fancy thing. Oh, oh, the thing for the the business for the magnet. I don't know, some kind of fancy magnet thing. What what's on your list already? Uh, shades, shades, shades. That's we got makes you feel good. We that's that makes you feel good. <laughs> yeah, and more to that. That's not enough. Um, oh, man, she she mainly just said feel good stuff. Feel good stuff. Yeah, yeah. Lean into that. And we gotta get we gotta go way bigger if we're if we gotta make this stupid scheme of Owens work. You know how you know how he is whenever Joey gets gets him any advice. Joey, he listened to Joey. Yeah, he listened to Joey. Oh, okay. I think you, we've we've warned him enough. <laughs> but okay, well, how about you got any you got any good got any good medals that you've been you've been moving around lately? Anything that might medals that might liven or... up a good a good carriage or that could oh like like designer medals designer medals yeah okay. yeah designer medals 
And maybe I can pull some of the money that we've been moving. What if there's something on the list that's like stuff that makes the animals happy? And there's some like. Oh, we could make really fancy harnesses for them. Just like really intricate, really intricate, loud. We just got to spruce these animals up, you know, really lean into that, that, that magical side of them so that when they, when they get on the ride, these business magnets. You know, they're going to they're going to just be wowed by how cool our business is and how awesome the magical community is over here. All, all of our good dwarves. And then they'll come. They'll keep coming back for more. You know? Right. So, like, I have a die that Brandon gave me. What is. No, you pick one from the middle if you're resolving. So if you you're resolving. So which means that your die comes from the middle. Okay. And you said um, so that's like either negative or positive. You so, get to choose. So I um, feel like. Oh, well, so then what do I do with this die? That's a uh, score that you're going to yes. use later. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's why it's important to leave it. It'll help us decide outcomes at the very, very end, right? Oh, well, I also at the end of act the, one. Yeah, yeah, at the end of act one. Oh, okay. I feel like this is going positive. Yeah. Okay. Because I felt like it could go terribly negative. Like, oh, it could. Is it, yeah. well, is it, is like, it positive for in that I have communicated what I wanted or negative in that she's going to completely fuck it up? Yeah. That's how I, I yeah. feel. Well, that it's like a, kind well. of a simpleton. And she would be like, okay, she's writing all this stuff down. And then she gets something that makes like the horses go like crazy or something. Yeah. That's sure. like what okay. I was thinking. Okay. Instead um, of like perfectly. Yeah. And the outcome. And it's specifically for your character. Mm-hmm. So I think that that's. Um, so then that's yeah, a negative probably like for- a yeah. If that's if that's if that's what you get to choose, like I feel like if that's going to happen, I think we need a little bit stronger of an implication because, okay. like, like I said, right now it could go either way. So okay. I think we should choose and then like really tie it off one way or the other. If we could bring the um the the person who originally owns what's her name, Farah, Farah yeah. Bottom, and go to her to be like, what'll get the horses ex like, no. Mm. I was trying to think of a way that someone like in, I was, I, I didn't want to like interrupt your scene and talk over you, but the two, the two, the couple of thoughts that I had were like, either you get interrupted by the meeting and you get shushed. And I was the fact waiting that you for have that. to like, oh. yes, I was, I was I d- yeah, I was trying to like, but I didn't know if that's, it was one no, of those, you, yeah. Yeah. Like, so I was thinking either you got interrupted and shushed and then that made it like impossible to communicate clearly. So you're passing notes that are getting like progressively less legible and, or someone from the like you get like someone next to you is like oh yeah is that the supplies for like is that the supplies for this quarter's project yeah sure I'll like and like just like walks off with the list I've got an idea if I could interject Um, so you're like trying to figure out what specifically it is that you're going to bring that is like really going to bring the seahorse aspect Mm -hmm. of it and then like the up at the front like the changer the speakers Mm -hmm. change out and like someone from like the R&D department steps up to like share (gasps) what they've been doing And they're like, "Uh, yeah, over the past uh, quarter, we've really been experimenting with um, uh, enhancement, particularly with, uh, you know, magical creatures, magical um, constructs. And Noy and Mary just look at each other. We've really hit upon (laughs) um, some stuff, particularly in the elixir department of stuff that we really feel like enhances performance, maybe like 200 to 300%, which like we mean, they mean performance, but you two here performance <laughs> oh, yeah yeah and maybe the two of you look at each other and well, go like, also considering that this is a group of necromancers what that well that's just it though they're using yeah. souls to like produce a variety of magical effects okay. it's just like that's what their fuel is okay. you know um so i think this whoever this scientist uh necromancer is mm-hmm. um 
just continues to sort of prattle on about some of the stuff that they're researching. But now there's like this idea seated of like this thing, this um, concoction or whatever mm-hmm. that uh, will increase the quote unquote performance of magical creatures. Okay. And maybe I that, like that. maybe that makes its way at the bottom to the bottom of the list of stuff that's going to get smuggled out. I think that makes its way to the top of the list. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and absolutely. then like we have performing horses, this right? Is the thing, and it's only supposed to be like a drop, and then like later we accidentally put like a whole bottle or something. Maybe, like maybe, that. yeah. Maybe. Okay. 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 Cool. So that's your. Um. Sorry, I'm trying to read ahead to figure out like if uh, that's the that's your the negative die. I thought she was just pointing at me. I didn't realize oh, she oh, had a that's, die. That's a die that you get. It's a really tiny die. <laughs> but now, okay, you- yeah. So they're at the end of Act One. They are sorry. Something happens like, with them. Yes, um, I think you roll them. So and- you take that die uh, in the process of choosing. But now that the scene is concluded, you choose someone else to award it to. Yes. Okay. And they are um. sorry. It took me too long to find that, but they are rolled at the end of Act One, so we don't have to worry about the numbers. Okay. Okay. And I'm gonna give it. Straight to me or okay. Yeah, to you. Okay. Cool. Okay. Elora, it's your scene. Are you going (laughs) to establish or resolve? I would also like to resolve. Okay. What if this is Noi trying to do the detective work of figuring out who these magnates actually are? Of trying to figure out. Would we leave that to Owen while I try to lean into the into the research thing, or are we leaving Mary to? I wonder if Noi doesn't quite trust Owen enough. That's true. Like, because I do not. Like, yeah, exactly. And so I think Noi is like, okay, this is a plan, but I want to find out if this is like one guy with a savings account or six guys that own a business before I figure out how much I'm really going to invest in this. Okay. Um, and these are, have we specified, or I don't know if I have, we, are these, I, these are like, I'm assuming like mundane people, rich people, or are they like, like magical? I think it's, I think it's still open. I think uh, that's, okay. I honestly, I'm, I would kind of look to you as like maybe a little bit of guidance on what's more interesting there as far as yeah. serendipity city is concerned. I think that, so I don't think it's outside the bounds to have it be like some, some people who are like rich and come from a magical background. Mm-hmm. I think that there's a couple of interesting, um, things that we've established on scene as far as like sort of people who are, uh, like magical socialites and also like the head of effectively like crime families yeah, uh, okay. that might be interesting. Sure. Like we've already established that there are like some werewolf groups like that, um, that there's like some fights going on with the werewolves and the shapeshifters. And I think that there might, and I, I could also very easily see there being like alchemist socialites or mm-hmm. other kinds of magical like spellcasters. Sure. Okay. Um, what if this is at like a brunch spot? Would I bring Edie with me? Since- Maybe. Sure. Since she's the, the trying to yeah I'm the I'm trying to make the connection the or yeah. something like that yeah yeah you either tag along or I drag you with me yeah yeah so like maybe you're going to some some spot that you would guess that if these people were in town this is probably the top of what Yelp would tell them to go to <laughs> um in the hopes of finding okay. finding these people okay. What is this place called? This is, um, I think this is just called like bread, but all in lowercase and with a period after it. <laughs> um, okay. Bread. Yeah. Is it just it, like fancy toast? 
Yeah. Like, with it avocado. Is. Yeah, so there's Sometimes. like that's an expensive uh, one. There's yeah. like the avocado toast, there's cinnamon sugar toast. There's there's, there's bread with an egg, egg in the middle. Well, no, no, no. <laughs> no, you, you, no, you know what it is? It's like it's dwarven stuff, but it's all fancified and gentrified to be more like yes. what the visiting rich people will find palatable. Yeah. So it's almost like so it gets rid of all like the toughness and like the yeah. and all of the um so it's like a like, croissant with Marmite on it. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Lots of heavy stuff, but also like sweeter than any dwarf would really make it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the only coffee drinks available are like, have like. Beer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> or beer flavored. Yeah. Sugar, lots of stouts. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. For people that are very much like, yeah, I want the dwarf experience. I want to experience their culture. Mm-hmm. That kind of thing. Like you would not be caught dead here. Unless Any real, you were... The actual dwarf community does not go there. No, absolutely not. Is this, and this is also on the magical side, right? We've uh, like, yeah, is this like a hipster? Okay. Yeah. Wait, cool. but if we don't know. Oh, so we are establishing that they're right. Rich, so, rich magical socialites. Right. Okay. Yeah. That. Okay. Okay. Um, so I guess we duck into. Do you just go in the front like you're just normally? We're, have either of you ever been here before? I Is think, there a line? I think we both know that this place exists and we also don't want to be caught dead going to it because everyone's going to be like, why the fuck are you there? Are we wearing like really bad like disguises? Yeah. Like so- Edie has like a fancy, Edie like, even though she has a flapper bob, is normally mm-hmm. like wearing like suits, dresses like dapper and mm-hmm. Edie is wearing like a bad flapper dress that like doesn't quite fit and is also very much a nighttime dress and uh-huh. this is a brunch establishment uh-huh. and has like a very extra headscarf and like big sunglasses mm-hmm. on. Yeah, and I think meanwhile, um, I didn't want to bother getting undressed from my terrible Ren Faire <laughs> clothes, so I just threw on like a giant bulky shoddy cloak over it, mm-hmm. um, which obviously does not hide me at all in like the middle of the of the morning um, and it just makes me look bulkier and like weirder because there's just like a whole bunch of random weird um, accessories attached to my Ren Faire outfit. So I look like a pointy, shady dude. And you look like... like a yeah, You look like a murderer. <laughs> like a wizard in a dark alley yeah. trying to sell like magical bread. Like, hey, you want to you buy a wand? And <laughs> I look like a flapper on a like extremely belated walk of shame. Basically. Uh, that's like possibly still drunk. I think you're at a table and it's like obnoxiously noisy around. And you're mm-hmm. like trying to figure out like... And the only people, the only people in bread right now are, are people who are not dwarves. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. And so, except the except the waiters, I guess. Sure. Yeah. Yes. yes. So you and me are trying to figure it out. Yes. yes. Yep. Okay. So I was gonna say because yeah, what if uh, there's potential you could send um, Edie after to like figure something out, or like mm-hmm. there could be. I guess we could figure that out and play. Uh, so we're just sitting at a table. Okay, and right now we're whispering. Do you see any who probably presumably who would have dragged the other person there? I think it would be you. Okay. Okay. What are you wearing? Listen, I just I have to go to work after this. I just threw on something to hide it. You know we shouldn't be here right now. You look like you're gonna mug somebody. I'm gonna mug you if you don't shut up. I don't have anything on me. That would be a really stupid idea. Okay, whatever. Do you do you see anyone around here? Like that hey, looks like a magnet. Hey, welcome to bread. Uh, can I bring you anything to drink? Oh. I'll have a coffee. Okay, that'll be. I'll take a water for now. Okay. Thanks. Can I have a Bye. toast water? No, we don't. This is a real thing. Can I have toast water? I've heard about it. 
Do you guys have toast water? I understand if like... Do you think you're ready? Yeah. Wait, what? Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, you passed the test. Yeah. Uh, One water and one toast water and one coffee. Wait, no, I want a toast water. Two toast waters. Do you want the regular water on the side? Obviously. Okay. One water, two toast waters, one coffee. Can I get you guys a, a basket of water to start off with? A basket of no, I think we're okay. All right, yeah. thanks, thanks, bye. What is this place? Why did you buy toast water? Because I heard it was cool. From bread? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Fine. It's water that tastes like toast. I mean, I had to buy it too. It does sound pretty cool. <laughs> uh, and about at that moment, the door opens and you see like a group of like extremely well dressed, yes, well groomed. People who look like they have a lot of money. Yes. And we're over here looking like drunk, <laughs> shady murder, <laughs> murder flappers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. What if uh, the minute I see them, I just knee jerk, stand up and, and go, look, it's them. And then just like, yeah, like sit back down and just hush. And I'm like, yeah. I like pull you back down and like I'm act like I'm looking at the menu. Okay. Thankfully, they don't notice because you're half dwarf. <laughs> I am full dwarf, thank this, you very and, much. And, and oh, excuse shorter. me, excuse me. But this place is all like built for human proportions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the, the table yeah, exactly, is, yeah. exactly. So okay. it's like when I try to go to a normal exactly. bar. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, excuse me. Okay, I think um, uh, Talmond, or excuse me, no, uh, Thorindir, which is this guy's name. Because okay. everyone in here has to take weird oh, Tolkien no. dwarf names yeah, 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 yeah. So there's water, there's a glass of water, and there's the coffee with cream on the side. And then there's just two empty glasses, and then um, he um, puts a basket on the table and then fills it from a pitcher. (laughs) And then from, like, a cart, there's, like, some toast that has been soaking, and then he, like, rings it out over each of the (laughs) glasses so that each of you now have a glass of toast water with, like, tiny little particulates in it. Wait, do you like ball up the 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 bread after you're done with it and then just throw it into the glass? No, that's extra. Oh, okay. Yeah. I hate I'm I'm so sad I've created the situation can you, for me. Can you look me in the eye and then put the ball of wet toy oh toast? I'm thinking moist toast. Say that ten times fast. Um that also is extra. Yeah. Just take it yeah, and just watch somebody. So there's a whole performance element. Yeah, absolutely. This is a performance is, uh, yeah. art brunch. <laughs> Yeah, it's also Hibachi Girl. I hate it. With toast. <laughs> I uh, hate everything. He, uh, Thoradir heads off to take the orders of uh, this group of well-to-do um, magnates who okay. have sit down at some of the nicer tables that are sort of at the window overlooking like where the river goes out to the ocean. Mm-hmm. Um, they seem to be um, in pretty chill spirits, I think. Okay. No, that's them. Who else is going to be down around here? With these fancy, with these fancy clothes, throwing money money around at bread. There's aren't there aren't there like more than one group of rich people? No, let's just. Go. <laughs> so I think I think the rest of the place is like busy, but it's mostly like couples or like grandparents with their kids or something mm-hmm. like that. That kind of thing. This is probably like mm-hmm. one of the only like this is a business click mm-hmm. kind of group. Okay, they look like frat boys. Sure. So, so if that's them, then what do we do with this information? How Jennifer, about, you should pick a die. How about we go over there? Wait, no, it's, but she's, I thought oh, you Oh, that's were, right. So that's I'm resolving. Right. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, Laura, you should pick a die. Yeah. Ooh. Um, 
I can, do you want me to go over there and, and introduce myself? And um, I could be uh, someone with something to sell because they have money. What should I do? Oh, there's so many ways it could go. I know. <laughs> um, first. I kind of like positive because I like. That this initial reaction goes well, which sets yeah. it up later. Like I, I want to okay. get them on the cart and okay. then let things go bad. You okay. know what I mean? <laughs> so get wait, do we cart. even know that they're like, are they going to be in the area? Are they actually booked for this tour or I is think, it just like, no, I, I, think, I think, I think this trip is probably just sort of establishing like, yeah, we're looking for things to do. And maybe this isn't even like selling them on the trip. This is maybe just you being like, oh, I have a bar. You should check it out later. You know what I mean? Because okay. then, then you can like make the pitch of like, oh yeah, if you're gonna be in town for a few days, seahorses. We okay. should or make something. a flyer for them. <laughs> Just oh, like yeah. a one sheet, have... like a yeah, or a business card. Yes. What does your bar's the broken flagons business uh, card look flag. like? Um, it's actually a flagon and it's broken. <laughs> you just give it to them. Wow, that sounds really. And on the bottom of the of the flagon, a, yeah, it's got the information. Oh, it would have to be a coaster, right? It's definitely a coaster. Well, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a coaster, and it's like um, it doesn't have a real address on it. Like the instruction, it has like instructions. Oh, it's one of those oh. instructions that are like past the past the tree on the way yes. to the yeah. But but it's enhanced and it keeps your cold one cold. Yes. 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 That's absolutely. That's a coaster it. I would um, use. Yeah. Absolutely. So, like they're expensive, but <laughs> we're also idiots, but we know how to market. It. Yeah. That's yeah. just it. They're expensive. So you only give them to people like this. Yeah. They're and the thing is though is that like the 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 typography on them is really bad. Like we spent all the money on the magic and not any money papyrus. on the design. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's like papyrus. It's hardly readable. It does not look classy. And like papyrus the instructions. Yeah. And the instructions are like kind of vague. So people only find their way to the, the instructions. Bar. They start on one side and you have to wrap around to like continue reading them on the other side. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So that's and it's like, take a wide left. By the tree near the cave. Past, <laughs> past the second entrance of an alleyway on your left until you reach a third alleyway on your right. Then go into it and then start screaming and someone will come out and tell you where to look. <laughs> no. So is this positive? Is that what's happening here? Yeah. Okay. So we like approach them. Do we take off our disguises? I don't, I'm going to wait for the perfect moment to be like, look at this quality dwarf experience <laughs> okay so so i approach them first and then signal you is that what we're is this our plan yeah well, wait you're just telling them about the bar right now right yes yeah, yeah that's true but i'm so, yeah okay well continue. Uh, yeah so we could have um the, the quality dwarf's craftsmanship could be put on display later okay i can mention that okay so uh yeah so ed like i'm like okay 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 do either of you want to be a business jennifer do you want to be a business person sure okay what's cool. this business lady named this is. Why do y'all keep asking me be, to make uh, names it could on the be fly? Selena, the name we were going to use earlier that is like a classier name than EDZ. This is Violet Selena. Violet. Ooh, that's okay. pretty. Yeah. Oh, you're getting all the flowers. Uh, yes. So like Edie walks up to the table and is like, Hello, I've heard that you are associates who are looking for something uh, worthy of your stature to do while you're in town and then dramatically takes off her sunglasses. Is this Say what again? <laughs> I'm like, I've heard that you're looking for something uh, worth your time and money to do while you're in town entertaining people. Oh, do, is, do you have something in mind? Yeah, I actually uh, co-own an establishment in the caves. So if you're looking for something, this is yours. 
This is, oh, I take it. Yep. Sorry. But then, but then, but then you give it to someone. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Right, at the right, end right. of the scene. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so I co-own an establishment that's in the caves. And, you know, I know that normally when people are in town, they like to stay above ground. But if you're looking for a really authentic experience that's one of a kind and uh, will really impress people, then I suggest that you visit us at the Broken Flagon uh, underground. And then I come rushing up and, like, I get the coaster and I hand it to you. Yes. I, like... I like went to grab it and then like you have no pocket. Yeah, I'm like doing that like finger snap behind like come here. So, yeah, so you have your I'm like and it keeps your drinks cold. It keeps your drinks cold? Yes. Like put it under your toast water. Oh. Nice yeah, refreshing yeah. cold cool toast water in. is yeah. all the rage here. Iced toast water. <laughs> toast water is all the rage here. You are right and it does keep my drink cold how Nice. This is yeah. So we should take the family there. This is really, you know, this is the the culture that we were really hoping to see down here. It's just, it's really just like amazing. This culture down here. We thought you were the waiter showing back up, and I was like, what? No, the 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 waiter is like a little bit high. But the we businessman have, is a little bit monotone. Okay. We okay. have we have so much culture and we would love to share it with you. We love to entertain people. In fact, we have we have ideas for other ways that you could uh create a really top-tier experience for anyone that you were, you know, trying to like just really seal the deal with. Are well, you so come to the broken flagon. Okay. I'm like, I'm like, it's a little early. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I'm like, it's, Not today, like, it's today. I don't think we're into day drinking, but maybe we'll check it out later tonight when we're looking for something after we go over all our plans for today. Great. I'll be there after five. Okay, come on. <laughs> come on, Noi. Okay. And I leave. Well, that with was it, weird. Yeah. It's, you know, it's a very different culture. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> and we leave cool. without paying. Uh, yes, I was going to say, we absolutely, like, we go back to our table and we see the bill and it's like $20 or something. And the most expensive thing was the regular water. <laughs> <laughs> and then we just, like, look at each other and walk out. Yeah. All okay. right. Uh, your turn, Brendan. Okay. Oh, right. oh yeah, yeah. Thank you. Okay, thank you. I had a, I had no dice, but now I have dice. Brenda, um, do you have any dice yet? Nope. Okay. I am going to... Um, I'm going to, I'm going to resolve. Okay. I'll take charge of the resolution of my scene. So you all establish something for me. I was okay. thinking maybe now is the time where uh, Mary. Meet Joey. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I want to know who Joey is. I was thinking Mary gives Owen the materials that she's collected oh, so far. Oh, yeah. Is this and maybe at like wherever we keep the seahorse? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Okay. A stable somewhere, a really shitty stable that's like on the beach. Yes. Um, that used to be like a lifeguard, like, <laughs> station, I don't know, station yeah. of sorts. It's like a shack. Yeah. yeah. A stable shack. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. I think I, well, I'm not establishing. So y'all. Okay. Yeah. So you're delivering that. Would either of us be there? I don't think Edie would be there. And I think it makes, I think it makes more sense for neither of us to be there. I agree. Yeah. I think, there's more I think this is short. Yeah. I think this is a really short little one. Um, um Yeah. I think maybe um, Owen is like brushing the seahorses like mane or something mm-hmm. like that. Like they're they're not friends necessarily, but like Owen has you know worked his way up into its confidences enough to like perform grooming tasks. And I stuff definitely like that. have What's not. What's the seahorse's name? The seahorse is named Goliath. 
What kind? How big is the seahorse? Like very tiny. Is it? Is it just? Is it just like one, or do you have like two? I think it's just the one right now. I think one is as much as Pharaoh was willing to trust us with. It makes the go really slow. Yeah. (laughs) Until you hit the water. Until you hit the water. Yeah. Zoom. And then you're in a jet ski. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I love your your hands inside the vehicle at all times. This all sounds like a very bad experience. It's Actually, true. I would not want to be in a wooden jet ski. I would ski. love this. <laughs> you know, like jet like ski. when you hit the water, the like you get like a floaty experience, like forms around this carriage. Oh, uh, like it a be- bubble. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh, interesting. Or okay. like, or like oh, you actually, press a magical. button, and you know how they have like those. Um, it comes out the bottom where it just like like a floaty appears. Oh right! Like okay. the, the, yeah, yeah. But it's still like tubing, right? Where you're like getting dragged <laughs> yeah. behind a jet ski. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Good. Good. <laughs> it's not a smooth ride. It's de- no, it's definitely not like not. safe. <laughs> like the entire enterprise is dubious at I best. I love that instead of taking the super obvious route of marketing this to like thrill seeker, like actual thrill seekers, they're like, no, no this is a, this is a high class experience. Yeah, this okay? is a high class experience. We're trying to make money. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I think it was very much like. Um, we were sitting at like lunch or something like that and spotted like a more traditional horse and buggy going around like a park at like a very reasonable rate. And Owen was definitely like, wait a minute, that, but the ocean. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, So, um, okay. So I think, yeah, I'm I'm like brushing the mane maybe as Mary shows up. Yeah. All right. Uh, Owen, is that you? Oh, Mary, I'm back. I'm back here. Oh, oh. Oh, okay. Don't don't get too close. Uh, no, that how, thing. I thought. How big is this shack again? Um, so I think maybe it's more like there's like an outdoor area where um, uh, where Goliath is fenced in, and then there's like a small um area that's just big enough for Goliath to go under and sleep, and then there's like grooming stuff hung on the wall. There's uh sack feed sort of behind it, that kind of thing. It's very like, there's not more room than is absolutely necessary. Okay. Cause like this is beachfront property. It's probably pretty expensive to rent. Okay. In fact, we're probably like squatting. I didn't think we were renting it. No. Yeah, I, was just saying, <laughs> like, I imagine we, there's no, like this is like somebody, I was thinking of this as being like, you just like took somebody's empty house on the yeah. edge of like the beachfront village, like the magical one that we established. Oh, okay. That's much That's better. Like, yeah. So like actually this house was destroyed in a storm. So actually Goliath lives inside the living room, <laughs> but it's like open to the open air. Yes. Like one um, wall is just missing. Yeah. But like we have to take him out through the kitchen whenever we're like. Um, what if they had a pool and it's not filled with water anymore, but Goliath is just stuck inside the pool. Oh, no, funny. I'd be sad then. What if there is a pool that fills up with the tide and like oh. sometimes Goliath will just go like sit in there? Okay. Yeah, that's good. That's good. I want Goliath to be happy. Anyway, right now we're in the living room and I'm like very cautiously brushing its mane and I'm like dusting off. And so uh, what's uh, what's going on? And I like I have things like hanging off of me as I walk into the room along with like a huge sack. I'm like, uh, I, I got things on the list. For your chariot. Oh. Business? Magnets. Something. Yeah, no, it was magnates. We just it's oh, like magnates, yeah. not magnets. That 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 makes so much more sense. Yeah, no, I i I almost like realized my mistake as soon as I said it, but then like I didn't want to throw off the pitch. So right. oh okay. Yeah, yeah. I regret so, it. So um here on my shoulder, um 
Norn wanted something for Goliath here. Okay. It's, uh, that that's for him to make him look shiny. Okay. I don't know why that matters. Sure. No, I um, mean. <laughs> I'm like real awkward because I have no idea about business or anything. I'm okay. just like. Well. So it's like a elixir or something. But it, like no. has like shampoo question mark written on the side yeah, of it. Yeah. I'm like, I have like this weird list and I have like question marks and like weird drawings uh-huh. all over the place being like. So know, is the, know. is the performance enhancing concoction part of what's delivered? Yeah. yeah. So, um, and then, and then here are the instructions. This is to give Goliath, uh, right before the thing. So you can only give him like three drops and here I even wrote it and it's like really illegible. So here's the instructions. Right. And then, uh, some sunglasses for the, uh, um, the visions, something about happy visions. I, I, I I just followed my list. Um, thanks. And then, and then I found these like cushions that make like things, extremely comfortable and i felt like that would be good there too that's that's a really good idea i mary you this is a huge help thank you so much it's just you know i this this is all well and good but i really want this to succeed you know i i really want to i i've been i've been down here in the caves and i don't know how noi puts up with it but um i don't know i'd I'd really like to they were born here Yeah, yeah, I I just I I feel like I want to see more, you know, and I feel like maybe this is the ticket out. Maybe this if we can just I'm make this I'm you as like Ariel, sorry. <laughs> no, he is. He is. <laughs> it's true. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, Owen, was there uh something else you want to add to the list or do you think this is like perfect? I think Owen realizes that this isn't the audience for this and is like Oh no, um, no thanks. Um, I is I I don't have any payment or anything like that. I, is is Noi sorting that out? Oh yeah, yeah, Noi, and or yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. All right. Well, thanks. This, <laughs> this is all gonna go great. And he like sets like all of it together along with the instructions on the couch. That's where he goes back to grooming. <laughs> uh. Did Noi figure it out for paying you, or did Marigold just like walk off without getting paid because she didn't want to be awkward? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's yeah. what I thought. <laughs> I'm like, Marigold isn't very smart, nor does she like think about those things. And I'm just like, oh, I'll deal with it at the bar. I also I'll- presumably don't ever bring up payment until someone specifically comes to me and is like, where is my money? Uh, that's fair. Yes. Okay. Um, I'm going to establish. Um, Actually, I'm going to resolve because I am not sure where Edie should go next or what would be. Should we? Important. We have three scenes left in act one. Mm -hmm. Okay. I think. Or did you count the dice? Well, there's 16 dice total. Yes. And we need Which means we have eight scenes. We've had five so far. Okay. So. um, I think. I think we cut to the pitch. Right? Like, does that make sense for the next thing for Edie to cut to, like, pitching the VIP people at the bar? So maybe it's that night. Yeah, Yeah. it's that night. Um, Who do... Who would be in on the pitch? I feel like um, Owen, Noi, and Edie. Yes. Um, So, yeah, so I'm establishing, so somebody else will be resolving this. 
Um, I think it's it's that night. Um, Edie has like kind of like grind, not grimed up the bar a little bit, but has like been going around the bar, making sure that every, that it looks like as quote unquote authentic as possible. Um, so that like nothing is like too clean or too shiny or like too up to date. Um, is there like, um, uh, portraits and art and stuff on the wall that's like, um, like ordinarily it's just like what's there normally like patrons and relatives and stuff like that. But then you flip it around and it's almost <laughs> more like the dwarf version of TGI Friday flair. <laughs> yeah. There's yeah. She like goes through and flips over like, but like only like 50% of them. Cause she still yeah. wants it to feel like a neighborhood bar, but it also needs, it needs to feel like extra, like capital a yeah. authentic TM. So this is like your mom and then you flip it over and it's just like a picture of an ax. It's like a picture of an ax. Like on the back of the picture, it's like a wooden picture frame. And on the back of the picture frame, there's just like a wood carving of an yeah. ax. So it's not even like an actual. Oh, that's yeah. good. Um, and she's like hidden all of the normal menus so that like none of the normal drink <laughs> names are on display. Uh, and I think that that's like, basically, is that good enough to establish? Yeah. So we will be pitching. I think it's you if, um, as Violet. Yes. As Violet. As a Violet. Yeah. Um, I think Owen is there, but Owen is like trying to, he knows that Noi is like the business. Yeah. So Noi is mostly just there to be like present. Yeah. And you have like a, a picture frame of Goliath, like standing in the background. <laughs> <laughs> like, yes. You're like, this is the creature oh, in the no, man of white. It's like, um. We almost have like a binder that's like almost like here's our of our of like all business of our, package mm-hmm. that we've like put together that afternoon of like pictures of of Goliath like on the beach like looking out <laughs> at the sea but it's like like right at the edge of the frame you can see like um like Owen's hands like like the ver- thumb just like slightly into the I mean almost like trying to keep Goliath in spot instead oh, of like running okay, off okay. or something okay. like that or some fighting the, someone. Some of the pictures are like trim to try and get rid of that, but like yeah. not at a straight angle. Exactly. Like, yes. Exactly. Very bad. Like Instagram cropping. 100%. Uh, yeah. So we've got, and if you, if you want to switch between. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, who's it? Do you think Noy would start the pitch or Edie? I think Edie would because. You're, uh, I feel like you're the person who's like trying to like really get it off the ground and like make your connections worth it somehow. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, so all right, hi guys. Uh, how are you? How are you enjoying your your static mics? I made them special for you. This, this is called the dragon's blood on the menu. Oh here. yes, that's right. Yeah. It's uh yeah the the static mic is a, a code name. It's a name for Mike, um, great beard, uh, great like way back along the family lines. That's a whole. There's a whole. A whole lore, um, Mike but they're Grapebeard. That's such a good dwarf I name. Yeah, oh, man, I... I love this place. We should definitely like vacation here more. How, how long would it take me to get my beard that long? Do you think? Years. Yeah, years. probably years. Probably years. Probably. Oh yeah, it was all the way dwarf. down to his knees. Oh, oh yeah, probably for a dwarf, they could do it in like a week. Oh, absolutely. I dwarf, so. absolutely nothing. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely how it works. <laughs> so. <laughs> So now that, now that you're all you're all uh, situated, let me let me ask you something. Have you ever heard of a hippocampus? Uh, a hippo what? That's part of the brain. It's oh, is that is that is that what so, that is? Yeah. It's part oh, of the brain. okay. That's... It's a fancy word for seahorse, oh. and we have a story to tell you if you would like to listen while you drink your dragon's blood. 
Um, and Owen like scampers up like with the binder as if it was a storybook. <laughs> Like, not to read it, but, like, to point to the pictures. Are you, like, yeah, I was going to say, are you yeah. opening it? And like, yes. Mm-hmm. So, we have a story to tell a you. PowerPoint without. <laughs> yes. Also, the rest of the bar is just happening, so you have to, like, <laughs> scream to have any of this yeah. happen. So, we'd like to tell you about a story with seahorses. Have you ever seen a seahorse? Uh, like. Owen points to the seahorse on the page. <laughs> oh, that's a very interesting horse there. Yeah, so it's a seahorse. And uh, we, being the entrepreneurial um, magnates that we are, have created a business with that revolves around the unique experience of this amphibious uh, wonder hybrid. You see, we wanted we wanted people who come down here to the caves to really experience what being in our culture is like. So we wanted a way to get you to be able to not only see the caves and the city in in this area, but also experience it from a very unique perspective. This seahorse. (laughs) It's it's a part of both worlds, just like all of us. And this is a way that you can get that really authentic experience because you'll see it. You'll see the the land and the caves. And then you get to see the, the sea and the river. And all through the majesty of this creature. And we have a special VIP package that we've been working on specifically for discerning customers like yourselves who want to... to Flip to a page of Goliath holding a bottle of wine in his mouth. (laughs) He looks extremely uncomfortable. Mm. His ears are back. Mm -hmm. Like, not loving it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, see, Goliath is here to make your experience Better. And, you know, we normally don't offer this package to just any old customer that we think uh, would want to buy into it, but only the ones who really look like they're looking for a unique, authentic time down here. And when we saw when we saw you guys at Bread, we just automatically knew that you guys were part, were, were, were part of that group. Owen just shouts, Synergy! <laughs> <laughs> yes, a connection. Uh. <laughs> Ocean time. <laughs> Fun. Uh. <laughs> Somebody from like another, like the booth over is like watching all of this. Like what is, and he's like, don't sit that down, Garth. I don't need you. <laughs> Garth. Always oh, freaking Garth. I'll get you another beer in a minute. Another, another static mic. I can't. <laughs> so what do you, we, uh. <laughs> <laughs> Owen got so excited. He, he broke the mic. I'm good. Uh. <laughs> Sorry, talk one more time. Hey, hey. Okay, just want to make sure the mic did not get turned off. Yes, very important. Um, So uh, we we could have, we could, in fact, we could have this whole experience outlined for you as early as tomorrow. Tomorrow morning, bright and early. Yeah. The the sun's going to rise and we're going to be at your doorstep. Yeah, with with Goliath. With Goliath, yes. And wine. Goliath and wine. That's the package, the Goliath and Wine package. Do yes. you offer a, a, a sunset package? Uh, sunrise seems awfully early for a vacation. Y- yes. Or, or so like do. a brunch or lunch oh, time. Brunch oh. or lunch would be good. Yeah, we yeah. could. Uh, yeah, we can We can even provide some of that ice cold toast water. The authentic ice. Oh, I ice did cold. like that toast I, it water. It was disgusting. I oh. hated every bit <laughs> oh, of it. Oh, I I'm loved it. Like, it was great. 
I'm probably pantomiming to Owen to like write down everything that they're saying and like get a list together of what they want out of this new experience mm-hmm. that so we haven't about. Maybe some cucumber sandwiches. That would be really cute on the water. Yes, yes. we could do Owen that. Owen is definitely imagining like cucumbers as the bread. <laughs> <laughs> See, I was just imagining the cucumbers flying through the air because as we've discussed, it's not a smooth ride. I mean, that, I don't think that also, I don't think this is going to, yeah, we can't, uh, yeah. Oh no. Oh no. We've killed Owen. Sorry. I'm allergic to comedy. Uh, Your personality is now explained. Um, oh, oh. Wait, what? How is it a diss? I don't understand. Laura, will you please explain the joke? <laughs> uh, so, so this is a positive outcome. So they just like we just like keep we throwing them. out things, yeah, yeah. and these, agree to these, every single yeah, thing they that keep they say. asking for things, so yes. we keep adding it to the so, package. Oh yeah, um, we can do we can do toast water for the lady and no toast water for the sir and uh, all these cucumber sandwiches and the wine and authentic uh, costumes or outfits that you can ride in and you get to <laughs> you get to pet the horse. Seahorse yes. too. You get to make friends. There's a whole 30 minute one on one bonding session, session with the hippocampus. So you can really commune with the spirit of the creature. And that's how you that's how you get the the part of this both worlds experience and get to understand this this amphibious liminal majestic <laughs> creature. Scene. <laughs> I'm like Somebody in this. It's done. <laughs> done. No, that's great. That's great. Um, I'm okay. gonna like. Uh, you don't have any dice yet, do you, Brendan? Nope. I'm gonna give a dice to you. Oh, thank you. Okay, so that was a positive, and now um, we have two more scenes. I we think we have two before. more scenes. I think we can do. I think we can do two. Yeah, I think scenes. we can do two, yeah. and then we can roll and see what our see what's up for Act Two, and uh, so. We, or, we, but the tilt, wait, yes, the tilt. Yeah. Yeah, we can get our tilt outcomes because that will be fun. And so then we can call it there. With these remaining scenes, I wonder if we shouldn't somehow complicate these business people well, that I have was... suddenly shown up here. Oh. So I wonder if these business magnates maybe have more secret relationships, maybe with the necro masters or well, something like that. I was just thinking the way that you guys have characterized them, they seem just like a family. And so we, I was thinking that we just got it completely wrong and these are not the people who are coming in and the actual people who are coming Ooh, in. Yeah, that's kind of that's what I was good. thinking yeah. too. That's very like, good. Like we've just like picked like these, like this, like, like they're like we don't matching know what like business vacation. people look like. It's yeah. like a yeah. senior citizen. Um, oh, you know what it's like? It's like. Wait, um, did you bring your guys' kids to the bar? Were they also there? Were they at the table? No, no, no. no. This is like a group of right, retirees who are okay. all wearing the same T-shirt on vacation. Yeah. So there's like what, like four, four probably. Yeah. Let's call it four. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's yeah. gonna be a. Tight and I meant like shirt. adult children. I would never take children to a bar. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, we should get all the the kids together as like a great mm-hmm. vacation. Sure. Oh, that's why we don't. You're do- testing this for the next family reunion. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what this mm-hmm. is. And we think. <laughs> your business we think that you're like yeah we you're gonna invest in this after yeah yeah we think that you're like rich entrepreneurs slash crime family heads and you're just like retirees with healthy savings what if we had something like that with marigold where we establish them somehow but Marigold doesn't quite realize the implication of what what this is. So someone maybe because that sounds like her. (laughs) Yeah maybe someone else 
comes to Marigold and is like asking specifically about the tours and like the crime family people. Is that what we're suggesting? Or what about they, the crime family people that we're trying to target go to her because they they've heard that she's fencing the metals. Yes. Or and has dealings with the necro uh, group. Oh, I've, I've got an idea here. I've got an idea. Um, do you want to establish or resolve? Because if you let us establish, I've got an idea You've for how this works. Scene. Let's do that then. Okay. Oh. So I think this is. Um, um, where would where would Marigold be while this meeting is happening? Um, so she hangs out at the bar a lot. Okay. Um, but what if this is like on the way to the bar? Like you're following that bizarre path of instructions. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, I like that. Yeah. Um, I think maybe like you turn. What are you trying? Sorry, to Sorry, I was just gonna say I'm gonna put these two dice over by you so that when you choose to resolve, you don't have to like. Okay. Navigate yeah. This. Okay. No, thanks. Um, yeah. Um. So I think you turn the corner at the tree, and you hear someone calling you, and you see two people run up, um, and one of them is like very clearly not from around here. They are impeccably dressed. Um, they're they're dressed like someone that's got a lot of money but also they're dressed in a way that is like obliquely magical. Like the kind of like, like, um, like apple bottom. Yeah. yeah like like a very subtle glamor on their tie or their Ooh. lapel or something like that. Yeah. They have a pin that's clearly like yeah, invisible. exactly. Exactly. Um, and you already get like a sense of menace from them, but then they're being led, um, by local troublemaker, Joey. <gasps> okay. I was about to say, I want to see Joey. Yeah. So, Here, Joey. Joey, I'll you, play Joey. You Joey? Okay. Yeah. All right. So that puts us as the menacingly well-dressed people? Yes. yes. Just one. Just, just one, one of them is fine. Yeah. Uh, do you, you, you want to Maybe like it? representing this consortium or whatever. Now nah, you can take it. Okay. Unless you want me to. Michelle, I think you know more about the internal yeah, politicking. Yeah, actually, yeah, probably. Um, so why don't you like I'll start off and you can figure out like a little bit about like who this is and maybe what they're called. Okay. Like maybe that won't even come up here. But um so I think um Mary, you hear Joey kind of like hustle up and he's like, Hey, Goldie, what's oh. happening? <laughs> Hi, Joey. Hey, I've been looking around for you. I was um why was, why me? Well, I know you're you're working over – can we – let's – and he, like, gestures over, like, behind the tree so that you're out of the footpath. And he's just oh, like oh, – oh, it's just oh, sort of yeah. like, you know, a little bit – little bit. Um, no, it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. It's, you know, I'm – it's – everything's fine. It's just <laughs> – listen. <laughs> Honestly, really, it's like Tuesday. I have only – listen, Goldie. I know you're in good with the Necromasters, and yep. husband. Hey, we're still recording. <laughs> okay, bye. Hi, Johnny. <laughs> uh, so, no, my kids are yelling in the background. Sorry about that. <laughs> Goldie, I was I was looking around for you because I know you're in good with the Necromasters, and I got. I mean, you work there, right? I mean, and I know, I know, I know you you're you're doing them dirty, right? <laughs> We're friends. I mean, uh, I I wouldn't call you, that doing dirty. You but got you, you, yeah, okay. You're. <laughs> I'm like, this just sounds you're, wrong. <laughs> you're you're robbing Peter to pay Paul. You're I, trading one horse for another. 
Yeah. You're ringing the bells uh, in sequential yeah. order. Yeah. Okay. It just what, what you're making you, them what did, clams. What, what did you want? <laughs> you're playing that brass section. Oh, that sounds so gross. Marigold. <laughs> what I'm saying is, what I'm not saying is, you you and I. What What are you saying? We're kindred spirits. Is what I'm saying. We okay. are from the wrong side of the tracks. We are. We're we're hustling. We're trying to to make ends meet. We're trying to. Um, you know, this is a city gone wrong and we're going to go worse if that's what it takes to get ahead. Anyway, I got this, my boy here, he's, he's from up top and he's coming down here. He says he's got some business interests that has to do with the kind of things that people like you and me are getting into. And I want you to help me get him set up with some of that stuff that you're getting from the Necromasters. And Joey looks back to this figure behind him yeah who takes like a step forward if this was like a comic book it would be one of those panels where like in one it's black and then like they're (gasps) stepping forward out of that very dramatically yes i represent some business interests and i've been told that you might be able to help us acquire the kinds of materials that would further our goals see yeah okay shadowy Uh, yeah it's impressive (laughs) i couldn't do that um yeah i mean i could I could get you. I I work with list. I I like list. Um, but I don't handle normally the the business. I just get the the things, and uh, I can't. Well, I can I can and, give you a and then and then Edie at the bar normally handles. No, that's what I'm saying. Is that um, if we're gonna set him up? You know, I was talking with Owen before. He was talking about like VIP trip, right? Yeah, like yeah, with the hippocampus. Yeah. yeah, we we if they're gonna be going on that anyway. Now we can set up this drop as part of the trip. Yeah. Um, he sort of elbows this dark, shadowy figure ooh. in too friendly a fashion, and be like, I'll, f- "I'll tell you later. It's perfect. It's perfect." He does that thing where you like you like like step out <laughs> of like range, very like. Yeah, Joey definitely just elbows open air. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, what what kind of items were you looking for? I can get you a list. Uh, is this going to go positive or negative? Um. <laughs> <laughs> so again, does the does the positive or negative here mean for the conclusion of the scene or in the future of like what is going to? It's kind of both, okay. but it's also specifically for Jennifer's character okay. um, for Marigold. So it's like positive for Marigold would be something that's like a that good keeps her safe. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I feel like it's going to go negative because I've already taken a whole bunch of things. You've stolen way more than usual. Yeah. Sure. Yes. Because this is abnormal. And normally I do like small items over time. And like this is like a really <clears throat> big venture for me to have like all this extra stuff out. I make. I think maybe this scene ends just with whoever this figure is handing Marigold the list. Yeah. And it's like a long list like yeah. it unfolds it's not like you a scroll, scroll. Uh, scroll it's not quite that but it is like marigold looks at it and it's like oh okay this isn't so bad and then like unfolds it once and then unfolds it again and it's like oh yeah you're good for it right um yeah but yeah okay <laughs> i'm like trying to explain myself but i'm so awkward around most people i'm just like it, it'll happen bye that's what i like to hear <laughs> scene <laughs> Very good, very good. I know. She's like, I don't do business. Jennifer is the least douchey out of all of these. Jennifer is getting that die. Uh, Yes. So you've got that die, and then you hand it to somebody else, right? 
Yep. Okay. Uh, okay. <clears throat> We've got one more scene, and that is... Uh, and that'll be... You, yeah. Do you want to establish a resolve? Oh, it's my turn already. Okay. Yep. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to establish, because we are finally at the start... Yeah, do we want to do we want to start off? Um, start with the trip. Yeah. Okay. So the family, the retirees, all yep. all uh, show up for brunch. Show up for brunch at, um, or no, they they all come to the front to um to the bar like at the entrance, uh-huh. and we start the experience. So it's um it's gonna be me obviously noi mm-hmm. i have a question oh, sorry yes. that might be a stupid question but just wanted to check mm-hmm. um the establish the agreement with the shadowy crime figure um are we intending for like is that like a separate trip or were was i think the it's this trip yeah that there would be like a dead drop <clears throat> involved in I, this i trip? almost see like we get like all four of our main characters are there and like we weren't necessarily expecting Marigold to be there, but for some but reason she's, she's there, and it's because she's without telling anyone, just very nervously sticking this other stash of stuff onto like, the cart. Yes, okay. Where no one sees it, and then we load up these same color T-shirt wearing retirees <laughs> who are really excited for brunch on the calm ocean, mm-hmm. with and, the sun setting ahead of them, a beautiful blaze of light. Right. Um. What is it, oh, brunch wait. or dinner? No, we're brunch. We're doing oh, brunch. Wait, I, thought you, yeah. I thought they asked for it to be later in the day. They did. I think there was someone asked for sunset, and then someone said brunch, and everyone agreed to brunch. Brunch at sunset. Right, sure. <laughs> yeah. Like breakfast for dinner. I mean. Toast. <laughs> oh, God. I mean, definitely some of Farrah's money has gone to, like, replicating the toast experience. Mm-hmm. It's not quite as dismal as that, but it's definitely close. Mm-hmm. Um, and like Owen is there in his like finally like he, I think he's brushed his um blazer with the same brush that he uses mm-hmm. to brush Goliath's oh, coat. No, Owen. Mm-hmm. Um I'm definitely full, full-fledged in my um Ren Fair outfit. Yeah. I spruced it up a little bit, tried to shine it a little bit. Yeah. Now there's just streaks of like oil or something all around it. <laughs> and there's like Way more dwarven accoutrement hanging from mm-hmm. like the I have like stirrups a, and the um, yeah, like he yeah. shouldn't even wait, be wearing stirrups for this situation, but he is. <laughs> and there's just like there's just a random assortment of like dwarven tools around, but they're not real ones. They're like fakes that are very easy to like pick up. Yeah, and like there's they just a hammer yeah. there. For there's just a reason. hammer there, but it's like hollow. Yeah, <laughs> it's almost there? it's almost to. Like, let them cosplay like we're dwarves on an adventure. Yes. There's all of the stuff for cosplaying dwarves. Yes, that's exactly what this is. Is Goliath wearing, like, bad chainmail armor yes. or yes, something? Absolutely. Yes, And it's, like, very poorly, badly made. It's, yeah. It's probably hurting him a little and it's bit. Probably I'm sorry, like, Goliath. No, it's probably, like, styrofoam, right? Yeah, but we oh. don't know how to... I, I'm I'm imagining that like when like probably Owen made it and oh, he's not yeah. good at. I bet it sucks now, but it'll like disintegrate as soon as we get into the ocean. Yeah, Ooh, boy. it's like yeah. or like it's made out of. I'm thinking of like the chainmail from like a like pop tabs. Pop yeah, tabs. yeah, Ooh. I've seen that. Um, Laura, how does this scene resolve? Is this positive or negative? Wait, are you establishing? establishing? Oh, I thought. I'm sorry. We've all been. I mean, bullshitting. It works. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. But like. I guess if we want to say that was a solving, I would resolve it as I'm I'm aiming for this to be negative. Okay. Like all of y'all are like in your Sunday's best here mm-hmm. and like Marigo shows up in like overalls. And, like, sure. 
Okay, so okay, so but Owen's gonna be... like Owen's the only one like going on the trip, right? He's the yeah. Driver. I was gonna say I don't think we. Yeah, I don't. I think, think this you see them off. All of us. Yeah. Right. Okay. Does Mary try to get on the trip too to like negotiate somehow or like tell one of us to also go on the trip or tell Owen about this thing? Like, don't forget about the materials at the end. Yeah, I think that makes, I think we can open on like everybody showing up. And so there's kind of this like disorganization going on as we're like herding them into the chariot. And that's when that gives Marigold time to like drop the package Mm -hmm. and then set off like that (laughs) conflict. And then we can, does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. So scene starts, we're outside of the bar, the chariots, they're waiting. Um, Goliath is in his harness and he's not happy about it (laughs) with all of the weird styrofoam harnesses and stuff. and I'm hurriedly double checking like all of the things that Owen's supposed to use on the horse and the guests to like offer them on the trip. Um, and I'm like loudly. Yeah. Got the grapes. Um, got the cucumbers. Got the. Oh. Got the cucumber. Did you get the cucumber sandwiches? That was that was on the list. You know how much they wanted those cucumber sandwiches. I have all the components for sandwiches. Yeah, but have you made them yet? No, I was going to do it on the water. Oh, man, what I think that that can be like that can be like a whole part of the experience though. We're going to get them to cut yeah. the cucumbers themselves to make no. their own sandwiches? Yeah. Do you have a knife? I have, an, I have a bar knife at the bar. It's Serendipity City. We all have knives. That's true. <laughs> fair. Fair. Hey, so, guys. like, yeah. So, Edie, like, walks away <laughs> and is like... Marigold, what are you doing here? Um. Uh, so, uh, Joey... Oh, is that is that more stuff for, for the horses? No. I thought you already delivered all of it. Uh, mm. <laughs> I, grab, I grab the bag from her hand. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, okay. Um. The, so, Joey... Uh, I grab it from Noi and begin putting it uh, into the uh, into the we, cart. What about Joy? You mm. know not to you know not to mess with them. He always he always just runs you over. You gotta stop. You gotta stop letting people talk over you. I've been, I've, <laughs> I've been thinking about it. I I'm pretty sure it was Joey that stole my boots. I think I'm gonna quit hanging out with him. About time, Owen. This is the first sensible thing you've ever said in your I, life. You know what? It's just this whole experience. <laughs> I really feel like I've. I've grown and become a little bit more responsible. I clap you on the shoulder. I'm like Thank you. tearing up a little bit. I'm anyway. so proud of you. <clears throat> hey, Marigold, what are you doing here? So, <laughs> so Joey, and I, I know you just dissolved to get him out of your lives, whatever. And but, at uh, this point, I think the senior citizens all come up and they're like, so is it ready to, are we ready to go? Almost. I'm going to give uh, the horse one more little uh, coat, coat of shampoo before we uh, descend into the water so it's spick and span. I probably try to lead the senior citizens into the chariot so the only person left is you talking to Mary. Yeah, possibly. I think in the, I also think in the background this whole time, Edie has been like doing some sort of weird carnival showman attempt where she's talking <laughs> very loudly about what's going on because uh-huh. she thinks it's good. So she's like, yes, the seahorse tour by the sea. The seahorse sea tour. Like, the tour with the seahorse. Look at what these people are doing. Yes, you could come on the weekend. We're, we're accepting bookings for next weekend. We do weddings and bachelorette parties. So Owen goes over to, like, some of the other supplies and is like, all right, shampoo, shampoo, shampoo. And then pulls out, like, the shampoo and the performance. But they're not labeled. And he's like. And grabs one and like uncorks it and starts smearing it across (laughs) Goliath's mane. Oh no. And then you realize it's not bubbling. No, no, no. no. There's no realization that happens here. (laughs) Oh no. So is that is that just like scene? I I think the scene ends with them heading out into the into the towards the 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 sea line. Well, do we want uh, we get so yeah, we get the senior citizens in. Do are we offering them any of the magical stuff too? 
I think that's I part of it. Didn't we, we, got, we got them like the sunglasses. I think, I think act one ends with like the tour commencing mm-hmm. and then like we'll figure out and how much. Yeah. We'll figure out how much of it or not we can experience in Act Two. Okay. Maybe it's all just aftermath. Maybe the tour itself is all off camera. Oh gosh. Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of that will depend on what we roll as the tilt. Okay. Okay. Cool. Thank you. I gave Brendan that's Act One. The, the negative die. All right. Okay. So that is Act One. So now it is the tilt, and what we do for the tilt is roll. You roll all of your dice. Excuse me. Okay. And then you take, oh no. <laughs> oh no. Uh oh. Um, I don't know how to. I don't you know subtract the bigger number. So you add up. Okay. So Alora has um, six on the big die and five. Is that a five? Yeah. Yep. That's a five. So that would be um, like one. Is that one positive? Like one positive. Yeah. Okay. One. It would be in, in the original terms, it would be one white. Okay. So you take the bigger number and subtract it from the smaller number, and it's the result of like if it was the. If the bigger number was on the bigger dice, then mm-hmm. it's... So at one point, were you supposed to give one of your dice to somebody else? Because everyone has, like, multiple dice except for me. I only have two. I only so have it two depends. also. Yeah, the way that it works, it depends okay. because, yeah. Um, I just got people's die. <laughs> yeah. I was trying to, like, distribute it evenly, but I also can't see. So, um, yep. but, yes. So did you roll? I rolled a three. Okay. But she only has one negative three. Yeah, so that would be yeah. like a a a black three um, in the okay. terms of the game. Yeah. So uh, this is actually not bad. Okay. Yeah. Whoop whoop. So weirdly, you're trying to get further away from zero, either positive yeah. or negative. In yes. Situation. So the way oh, okay. this it's designed to kind of randomize it, so it doesn't actually um, like it does for it, there's not really you can't it's hard to like game it um, mm-hmm. kind of, mm-hmm. but. Like you either want to be skewing really negative or really positive because yeah, I have a zero, which is not great. Yep. Um, I also have a zero. Well, sucks to suck. Listen. So, <laughs> listening. Okay, so we roll all of that. So you and just roll. Okay. Oh, did we end up with four positives and four negative die? Oh my god. Pretty sweet. Yep. Huh, yeah. That means anything's possible. The player with the highest white total and the player with the highest black total. Um, what was your, you were also, yeah. So, so it's yeah, two. it's Alora is the highest positive and Jennifer is the highest negative. Yeah. So each of you get to choose tilt elements um, using the results of the roll. So each of the high scoring players, which is you two, chooses a general category and then a specific element for the other person's category. Uh, so, and you can do input from each of these. So, using these dice, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna move them all. Yeah, these. So the dice that you rolled don't actually factor in here. I don't think. Nope. Um, it's just the numbers. I would have just had you roll them. Okay. So and yes, so you'll choose two tilt elements. And choosing these tilt elements doesn't have, um, it's not based on what the die has been rolled. It's just we choose two from the table. Um, so it, it is based on the die. You two get to decide it. Each of you gets to choose a top <clears> level <throat> element and each of you gets to choose a specification, but like you're doing it for each other. So It's you like a Laura, mini version of the selection that we did at the very beginning okay. to so complicate you, the situation. Yeah, you and Laura might choose number one mayhem and then Jennifer would get to choose the thing underneath it, but both choices are defined by the dice that you have at hand. Are so, we going to end up using all of these die? 
I this? don't. No, think because so. you're only picking one category and one complication. Okay. Yeah, each. which is the thing it's that it's just giving you the options. Okay. Yeah. Okay, and we've got you've got one, three, and five as our only options. Okay, so we have to choose one mayhem, three innocence, or five. Paranoia. Paranoia. And then we choose another one through your five, probably underneath those yep, categories. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, so I'm going to choose yeah. Innocence, um, which is a three. Cool. Mm. What are the options under Innocence? So, <coughs> Innocent, after all, a neighbor wanders into a situation, the wrong guy gets busted. Collateral damage, love rears its ugly head, or um, a well-meaning stranger intervenes. But uh, we can of the ones choose... that we can choose, it's one, three, or five. So, one, three, or five. so love rears its ugly head. The wrong guy gets busted, or someone is not so innocent. Okay, I think out of those two, that either one or three are the most interesting. I'm gonna go. The wrong guy gets. Busted. That's what I was hoping for. <laughs> okay. I like that one. So that's another three gone. Okay. So now all we have left is one and five. And then uh, we got to, I choose one and then you will choose the thing. Okay. Yeah, so choose either the one category or the five category. I'm going to choose mayhem. Yes. Shenanigans. So the options are either um, an out of control rampage. <laughs> Or a a cold blooded score settling. I'm feeling the rampage. Okay. Fuck me up. <laughs> Fuck me up, Buttercup. <laughs> okay, so um, the dice that were rolled for that get tossed back into the central pile, and then you the other half of the game's dice stay with people that they were assigned with. Yes, that's what the manual says. I think so. Yeah. You? Okay. Yep. So in that case, we should. Um, we should like take a picture or I can take a picture actually of the die we have. Um, so these are the die that we used to, ju- to choose things. Yes. All eight of them go back no matter okay, what. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So yeah, we have four of each. Okay. Well, that's easy enough. Cool. Um, but, but the numbers don't matter right now. Yeah. We just okay. need to remember that it's four. Um, four negative and four positive. Yeah. This is mine. Uh, and I had one negative. But you don't need to take a picture. I can write it down. <clears throat> All right. So that's, we will do act two in the aftermath. Terrific. Oh my Good game. Thank you for listening to Serendipity City. The game we played today was Fiasco by Bully Pulpit Games and Jason Morningstar. The playset that I created is linked to in the show notes, as well as on the site, if you want to create your own alt-1920s urban fantasy fiasco. You can also find it on itch.io, where you will soon be able to check out another game I wrote about road trips as self-exploration. The second half of our game should be up in about two to three weeks. I am going to aim for two, but it might be three. Speaking of timelines, obviously I was a little ambitious in saying that we would be recording in March or even releasing much bonus content over the hiatus. 2019 has been much more eventful than I planned, uh, but knock on wood, things are settling down somewhat, and I'm really hoping to get back on the grind sooner rather than later. I'm currently thinking that we should be able to start regularly releasing content again in late August or early September. I'm definitely going to try to have some more minisodes or pieces of bonus content up here on the feed before then, but we'll see how it shakes out uh, with all of the real life demands and changes that keep happening. 
If you have anything specific that you want to see for minisodes or bonus content or anything like that, feel free to hit me up on Twitter. In the meantime, we may still do a Q&A episode if there's enough demand for one. So if you have any questions for me or any of the cast, feel free to send us a question via Discord or social media. Links for all of that is in the show notes as well. On a non-podcast related note, rather than asking you to check out our Patreon or to leave a review, today I'm going to ask you to donate to RACES, R-A-I-C-E-S, Texas, which is an organization dedicated to providing free immigration legal services, and they are doing everything that they can to fight the unjust things that are currently happening on the U.S. borders. I'm also going to put a link in the show notes to some other ways to help people at the border and across the country. If you're able to show up in person, there are vigils and protests happening around the world this Friday on July 12th, and you can find one local to you at Lights for Liberty, which is also linked to in the show notes. There are other protests happening. Um, If you want help finding one near you or finding ways that you can help, please feel free to reach out to me on Twitter, through the show, or through my personal account. Um, And please, please, guys, do whatever you can to fight the forces of fascism and to stand up for your fellow human beings and their time of need. That's it for this episode. Uh, Thank you again for listening and have a great day. Podcast Advocate.network. Advocate.